Hey, sports fans, it's a great day at Sports Scene. Pick up a copy of our newest magazine at your local high school sporting event or at a retail outlet near you. Great stories on your favorite high school and student athletes. Looking for sports photos? Sports Scene has them. We are at the games. Check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. See thousands of photos and stories at highschoolsportscene.com. Keeping our high schools and student athletes in the news. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. The crowd is filling in. The cheerleaders are stretching. The band is tuning up. And the popcorn is popping. In the locker rooms, the coaches and players are preparing for the task at hand. Emotions are reaching a fever pitch as one team will celebrate the thrill of victory while the other will feel the painful sting of defeat. Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 are proud to present the Castle Game of the Week. Kickoff is right around the corner, so let's go to the press box. Here's the Z92.5 sports guy, Ted Fatel. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first Castle Classic here on Z92.5. Our opener is an encore presentation of the exciting Owasso Trojan playoff matchup from 2012 at Cadillac. Our great sports boosters tonight include Aldermans and Lennon, Allaby and Brubaker Insurance, Applebee Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, KP Auto Body, Mars Furniture, Memorial Healthcare, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Ovid Service Agency, Sports Scene, Three Point Podcast, Victory Heating and Cooling, Young Buick GMC, Young Chevrolet Cadillac. And speaking of them, the drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Well, every week before the game, we'll feature a pregame interview with a player, coach, or media member who will reminisce with me a bit before the kickoff. Tonight, we welcome longtime coach and athletic director of the Owasso Trojans, Dallas Lintner. Now, Dallas, we'll start off with, uh, we haven't chatted since March 12th, and uh, let's get caught up to date a little bit on what has been going on with the COVID-19 update, preparations for the school year, and the status of construction on campus there. Well, I tell you, it's been a lot of activity, a lot of uncertainty, I guess both in equal measure. You know, since we've last spoke, we've got a whole lot of construction going on. You've been on North Street recently. Our performing arts center is just a, it's a monster. It's a huge facility, state of the art, and our instrumental and performing arts programs are going to have a, a first class place to rehearse and perform. All other kind of things going on in the building from a new fitness center that is triple the size of of what we've had before, classroom upgrades, and a, a new robotics room and a school store. There's just there's a lot of fantastic things going on right now. Well, it's just tremendous, and, you know, it was a long time coming to get that millage passed. So, you know, the construction's going on, you see light at the end of the tunnel there, but also you're preparing for the school year in an unprecedented time with COVID-19. Just give our listeners a little background before we talk about tonight's game that's going to be presented, but give us a little background on some of the behind-the-scenes things maybe that have been going on dealing with uh, COVID. Well, you know, from the professional aspect, I've been in this business for 20 years, and this is certainly the most unique of those years. I've probably learned more professionally, medically, than I probably ever intended to learn 
you know, and you know, some of the, the political stuff and the the uh, you know chatter back and forth, uh, one facet of this thing. But uh, you know, from a, a cleanliness standpoint, you know, personal hygiene, there are so many different things to think about and prepare, and uh, thinking about the little things about how germs can spread, how viruses can spread, and almost every little detail of our daily life is scrutinized, and you have to think about and prepare for all kinds of things and it takes a financial investment for you know signs and stickers and and directional signage cleaning supplies uh there's there's a lot that's going into this thing and uh, we've been fortunate to have great guidance from not only our, our school district leadership but the county health department and, and helping us sort through things that uh, prior to march you know we had no background in and and it's not like there was a a manual uh, to manage this kind of stuff to begin with. Well, you know, Dallas, uh, you know, you had to go to a plan B as an athletic director. We had to go to a plan B for putting games on Friday night. We fortunately had a lot to choose from in the archives, and we're going to be putting on the Owasso Cadillac big playoff game from 2012. Before we get to a couple of questions about that game, back to you as an athletic director, and then, of course, we all know that uh, the MHSAA has postponed the football season. We don't know what's going to happen with the other fall sports as of this recording, but uh, uh, you talked about being unprecedented in 20 years of your career. I mean, you know, now you're looking at a possible spring season, you know, the things that go on with the weather there, they're talking shortened season. I mean, what was going through your mind when you got the edict that it's done and we're waiting at least until spring? Well, I actually, I got that uh, that email. Uh, I'm a, an assistant football coach as well. Uh, I got that on Friday, the whatever it was, the 17th, uh, uh, during the halfway point, during the midway uh, point of our practice. Oh, I happened wow. to check email, and, and that was a uh, you know saddening news. Uh, uh, but you know, at the same time, I you know, I feel a little bit of solace that you know the kids at least have the possible opportunity to continue to play uh, in March, April, May. You know, versus you know the spring athletes you know that from last season you know didn't have that opportunity. Uh, so I, I feel a little bit comforted by that. Uh, I think it's going to be very uh, uh, difficult just from a a preparation standpoint uh, to play uh, a season in the early spring. But uh, I'm fortunate that we're at least going to be uh, able to have that opportunity uh, professionally from an administrative standpoint. I think the three things that that myself and, and other ADs would echo is we like to plan, we like to prepare, and we like to be able to answer questions. And the way things stand right now, uh, it's very difficult for us to do any of those three things. Uh, yeah. you know, I can't plan for uh, a soccer game that I have on the schedule two days from now because I don't know if we're going to be allowed to play it. Uh, it's very hard for me to prepare for uh, preseason winter workouts when I don't know what's going to happen with that. And, and it's hard to answer questions that come from you know, our kids, our coaches, our community, uh, you know, when, you know, when expectations and guidelines haven't been laid out for us. So uh, it, it's frustrating, but, you know, at the same time, I'm optimistic that uh, we're, we've got some opportunities to uh, uh, connect with our kids and to engage with them. Well, speaking of opportunities, our listeners will get an opportunity, and especially all the Owasso Trojan fans will probably like this trip down memory lane tonight. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit and see how good your memory is back to 2012. Just some thoughts on that first ever Trojan playoff victory, the drive up to uh, Cadillac, the exciting game. Uh, some of your initial thoughts on that, Dallas. 
uh, you know, my initial thought it will probably always be uh, uh, my fondest uh, personal memory uh, involving our, our school sports. Uh, my son was a, a second grader at the time, and uh, I sprung in from school uh, early, right after his lunch period, and, and he hopped in the car with me, and we made the drive up uh, up north. Uh, we got there a few hours before kickoff, so he and I, uh, uh, my family and I, we like to go geocaching. So, you know, my son and I, uh, we went geocaching up uh, in Cadillac and around the water. We went to a park and, you know, road swings and all those kind of things. So uh, we had some nice uh, father-son time. And uh, from a school standpoint, you know, we had the, the team on a couple of charter buses. Uh, our, our spec band uh, filled the bus, and I think we had three other school buses full of spectators and uh, if we didn't exceed the number of fans at Cadillac's home field, we were pretty darn close. Uh, we traveled very well for that game. It was a chilly night. Uh, it was a great football game, and it was a, it was really a kind of a back-and-forth uh, uh, type of deal early on. Uh, that particular year, we had a, a, a big, physical, aggressive offensive line that you know eventually uh, physically just wore, wore Cadillac down, and, and uh, I don't know how many uh, – uh, yards rushing we had on the ground, but it was a it was a pretty good night for us on the ground. Well, I do know. I mean, and like you say, you're you're a former lineman, and they're near and dear to your heart. But they got to open up the holes for the guys that run the ball. Brad Rigolo, a standout in the backfield, had 150 yards rushing, and quarterback Robbie Gagan had a big game with a couple of TDs. And uh, our listeners will will pick up on in that second half a big play. I don't want to give it away quite at this moment, but it was just a well-played game. It was intense. Let me tell you how intense it was. It was intense in the press box. My goodness. The, the, listeners will hear this. The Cadillac broadcaster was ripping on some of the calls by the Viking coaching staff, and an OHS coach uh, got so excited that he slapped his hand on the side window of the press box and shattered the darn thing. I mean, talk about intense, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was, and, uh, uh, you know, it was a little earlier in my career when I was a uh, uh, younger, I guess, more emotional uh, athletic director, and, and when the, you know, the glass got busted, I mean, that added a whole another level of uh, uh, administrative uh, uh, anxiety, but, you know, you know things, you know, happened, but it was a very emotional game, and I'm I, not in a negative way, it was just, it was a great football game under great conditions, and. Uh, it was a good exhibit of what high school sh uh, sports should be like. But I tell you, uh, you know, you mentioned coaches in the press box, and you know, a lot of people will focus on what's going on in the field and the boundary and the televised games are always on the head coach. But a lot of wins and losses can be attributed to those folks upstairs that have the bird's eye view that you know they've got notes in front of them and and they're making adjustments and suggestions to the on-field personnel, our staff up in the box. Gave Coach Harkum uh, great advice, you know, great suggestions, and you know, that key play that you're talking about, uh, as well as a couple of other things, uh, were a direct result of not only scouting our opponents well, uh, but making good in-game adjustments with our folks up top. Well, no doubt about it. Well, we'll end this part of uh, the broadcast. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time, but I can't let you go with uh, some of your, your thoughts of the great at late great head coach Tom Harkham. We were talking about motivated motivated players and motivated coaches, but that's one of the keys that Harkey had. He he could motivate. Hey, you know, absolutely. When I started here in 2000 as a, as a young man in my first uh, uh, big boy job, um, <laughs> you know, Harkey was a you know a friend and mentor. And you know as our roles kind of changed, and he came back to the head coaching role, and I was in the AD role. Even though I guess maybe technically on, on paper I may have been a supervisor, but he still continued to be a mentor to me. 
not only in athletics, but he was a whale of an educator. Uh, he's strong in the classroom, and he was not a football-only guy. He was not a sports-only guy. Uh, you know, he was very involved in, in, in our swim program, uh, very involved in our tennis program. Uh, he, you could see Harkey at, at many different events, announcing at the basketball games. Uh, but he also, I mean, he generally cared about his colleagues. Uh, uh, you know, one of the, his more common, I guess, phrases was, uh, hey, beautiful, good morning, beautiful, you know, with, with our, uh, our staff members. And he was just always very positive with, uh, with our staff members. He engaged. He wasn't the guy that sat in the back uh, corner during a staff meeting. Uh, he just he engaged everyone. He was always positive, uh, a good Christian man, a great father. Uh, you know, just, he gave a lot for kids to look up to and a lot for adults to look up to as well. Well, Dallas, I appreciate the time, and uh, I guess I'm looking at my watch right now, and it's almost time for kickoff. Let's go back to the future to 2012 in Memorial Stadium in Cadillac for this week's Castle Classic. WJSE, Ashley Owasso. This D925 Castle Classic football game was previously recorded from a prior broadcast. I'm Ted Patel, my partner's Bart Matthews, back at the studio's Hunter DeSander, and uh, we're going to get this thing started a little early here. Good job here up in Cadillac, Owasso. So last week, coming off a 51-7 win over Eaton Rapids, it was Robbie Gagan, 5-5 five five in the air for 71 yards and three touchdowns leading the way. Brody Eddington had 126 yards and a couple of touchdowns, and Brad Riggle a solid game with 85 yards and a TD. Cadillac took it on the chin to Traverse City Central, 42-21. TC put the game away in a big second half. It was 21-21 at the break. But listen tonight for quarterback Jalen Brooks. He had a big night with over 150 yards rushing and touchdown runs of 69 and 5, over 1,500 yards rushing on the season. Here's the opening kick deep down towards the goal line, goes into the end zone, and it's a touchback. Awasa will have it from their own 20-yard line. They'll step the ball with Blake Van Strap, the two guards, Josh Partain and Jeremy Gary. Matt Freeman and David Hood are the tackles. The tight end tonight, Matt Geiske at one end will be Gavin Barnes, the sophomore. On the other side will be Mitch Huffdagel. Robbie Gagan, over 700 yards passing on the season, will be the quarterback, an excellent senior, 180-pound six-footer. Ian Johnson will line up at the fullback position out of the eye, and Brad Regalow will get the start at the tailback position. We'll set the stage defensively here for Cadillac right after this first play from scrimmage. Gagan under center now. Hands it off to Regalo between right guard and tackle. Breaks through the opening. Gets about five or six yards. Is gang tackled there by Keith Eargood along with Trevor Oliver. Defensively, Cadillac will run a 4-4-3. Jack Ford and Riley Norman are the ends. Trevor Martin and Connor Kasuba are the inside tackles. The two middle linebackers are Keith Eargood and Trevor Oliver. Outside backers, T.J. Baker, only a sophomore. Patrick Briggs on the other side. Two corners, Kevin Kohler and Jalen Brooks doing double duty. And Lewis Finch, the sophomore with six interceptions, lines up at the safety position. Here's Rigolo again following Ian Johnson. Gets close to the 30, which would be a first down. I think he's just shy of that yard line, Bart. Got to say, we're here high atop the field here at Veterans Memorial Stadium. This is another WPA facility, very similar to Wilman Field. You got to love the feel and the atmosphere, but we're way high and we're quite a ways away from the field. And not only that, Awasa wearing those yellow numerals, very difficult to pick up. Those those highlighters that they've got on the back of their shirts, kind of hard to see, but we're going to do the best we can tonight. And 
kind of competing with attention with the uh, the beautiful skyline and, and Lake Cadillac as well. Right. Well, pitch goes around the right side to Riggle, and he gets another five-yard gain. That was a first down on that last try for the Trojans. So Riggle gets another five or six, and this is the Trojans' bread and butter is get it to their running backs. They want their quarterback, Gagan, to just come through with passes in key situations, but mainly run the team at QB and run it air-free. And, you know, you want to talk about a huge front four for for Cadillac here. Uh, Riley Norman, 295 pounds at one end. Jack Ford, 270 at the other. Serious, serious beef up front. It's going to be interesting to see what happens in the trenches. Gagan takes a quick snap and runs a quarterback keeper, and it's going to be close to first down yardage. In fact, the ball is right splitting the 40-yard line. That's enough for another Trojan first down. So... Two series of downs here for Owasso and 10 yards on each series. So they have it now at their own 40-yard line going right to left. Their back is uh, against Lake Cadillac, the beautiful scenic town of Cadillac, Michigan. It's been a long time since I've been up here, and it's beautiful. High formation again. Johnson and Riggle behind the quarterback. Robbie Gagan, it's Riggs getting the carry, and he's stacked up at the line of scrimmage, runs right into Trevor Martin and Jack Ford. Ford, the big six foot six, two hundred and seventy pounder, leading the way there. And is it Ford that committed to state? I believe so, as a shot putter. Uh, he's an excellent uh, shot putter and uh, hammer thrower is what he's going to end up. Now we were talking. Actually, Riley Norman's the one going to okay. MSU. He's a six foot seven, two hundred ninety five pounds. Two hundred ninety six seven. <laughs> Not bad. And they said he's Olympic caliber in the shot. Yeah. So we got uh, no gain on that. Second down and ten. Owasso from their own forty. Quick pitch goes back to the tailback this time around the left end. Blue hard hit there after about a five yard gain. That was Rigolo again on the try. If I keep ear good and Trevor Oliver also helping out. Both these squads match up nicely as far as the size department goes. Coming in with six and three records. In fact, this entire district, all four teams with six and three records. That's kind of an oddity. St. John's taking on Sault Ste. Marie over there at the beautiful Red Wing Field as we are speaking here. We'll try to get you updated on that game along with the other contest in Michigan as we go along. Third down about five a lot, so scoreless tie here early on from Cadillac. We had a little movement on the line of scrimmage, no flag. Here is Rigolo, breaks the opening up the middle and is going to be close to first down yardage at midfield. Let's see if he got the benefit of the spot. And not a real friendly spot. It's going to be about a half a yard short. Right at the 50, Owasso going to the hurry up. Coach Harkova had them ready for this situation. They line up now fourth and a yard right from their own 49. Gagan gets it. Looks like he has enough forward progress. Nice initial surge there from Gagan. It looks like he got that. Yeah, he should have it from the view we have. We're looking right down on the 50-yard line. He had to get just on the Viking side of the 50, and good heads-up play. First big call by the Trojans there. Going to the hurry-up, not giving Cadillac a lot of time to set the best play, but still, good defensive play as they allowed Gagan only that one yard to get the first down. Eight minutes and ten seconds to go here in the first quarter on the Castle. No score. It's the Division Three football district semifinals coming to you tonight. A lot of good folks over here at Cadillac. We want to Say thanks for all their great hospitality. We're set up nicely here high at the stadium. 
put us in the VIP parking lot and everything, Ted. Gotta like that. First and 10 Owasso right by midfield. They'll stay in that I-2 wide out on the right side. Play action. Gagan going to the airways. Has the man open. Caught on the far side over there. It's going to be a first down for Owasso. You can't quite tell who caught that pass there. It looks like it was 32. Sapienza. Chris Sapienza. Chris Sapienza. Well, this is a rare one for me, flipping off the bifocals, going to the binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> Not used to this. Got to do what you got to do. Those Owasso jerseys don't help, Ted. No, not at all. I'm, I'm relying on you. Your eyes are a little younger than mine. High formation for the Trojans. Johnson leading the blocking. Here's a run around the left end. The tailback again gets it up across the 35. That time it was Brody Eddington into the ball game with the carry. That's what I'm trying to keep my eye on. That's the main uh, offensive player I have to keep. And a real similar back, too, right, with, uh, with Eddington and Rigolo. Yep. Eddington, a 5'10", 175-pound junior compared to Rigolo, 5'11", 185. Rigolo wears number 20, Eddington, 24. So Eddington got close to five, second down and five from right around the 34-yard line of Cadillac. Nice early drive here by Owasso. Out of the eye again. Here's the tailback in the call that time. He runs right head on into Riley Norman. And he might have coughed up the ball. So it looks like he did on that hard hit by Norman. Cadillac gets the turnover, and they'll have it now first and ten. First and ten, Cadillac from their own 31. Here is their quarterback. He fumbles it. It's on the field. And it looks like maybe, let's see, does Owasso have it? The Trojans get it right back. So Jalen Brooks broke the corner for a moment, but lost the handle, and it's turned over now to Owasso. Back-to-back turnovers. The Trojans turn it over to Cadillac in first play from scrimmage. The Vikings turn it right back over, so let's do it all over again. Owasso first and 10 from the 44-yard line up Cadillac. No score here, 6.36 to go in the first. Robbie Gagan, out of the shotgun, rolls to the right, throws a pass off, intended for his receiver way out on that far side. It was intended for Gavin Barnes. Keith Airgood was all over that. He sniffed that out. That was a dangerous play right there. So Lewis Finch, the sophomore safety, was there to cover as well and did a good job of breaking that one up. Stops the clock with six and a half minutes to go in this scoreless first quarter. And, Bart, you mentioned it before. About the only way to get the reading on the Trojan numbers is to be able to pick it up on their sleeve. Yeah. Fish cannot read the jersey number. Two wideouts go on the far side. High formation. Here's the handoff to the tailback this time. Rigolo up to about the 40. Surges forward to maybe the 39. Trevor Oliver and T.J. Baker there for the Cadillac Vikings. We'll call it third down now and five yards to go for Owasso. Scoreless tie here on the castle. You're listening to WJSZ, Ashley Owasso. Home of playoff football here in the mid-Michigan area. You can hear those horns, too. I guess. Now, cowbells are illegal, right? I don't know what's illegal now. <laughs> you can play the horns and the cowbells in a playoff game. What the heck in the regular season? You can't. Gagan play action. Rolls around the right now. He keeps it himself. Very athletic. Gets a block on the far side. And it opens up the first down there. I can't tell which lineman that is. 
but he got a crushing block and almost was borderline block in the back, but the referee didn't throw the hanky. Oliver was there on the tackle, but a nice block on that far side, opening up Gagan. Gagan used that great athletic ability to get the first down. This guy's got tremendous vision. I mean, he runs the ball like a point guard even. He does. I mean, and he's one of the premier basketball point guards in mid-Michigan, without a doubt. Very quick, good ball handler on the basketball court. He is the quarterback here and point guard, if you will, for the football team. 5.25 to go here in the first. Two wideouts this way for the Trojans. They'll stick in that eye formation. Gagan under center now. Gets the staff quick pitch. It goes to Rigolo around the right end. Gets a block. Breaks one tackle. Jumps across the 30 inside the 25-yard line where he's brought down short of first down yardage with another nice gain around that left end. Jalen Brooks and Kevin Kohler there and on the tackle for Cadillac. Just running behind Gary's and Freeman. And, you know, this is what got Owasso here. And they're right. going to... Well, we talked with Coach Tom Harkema last night on the sports forum, and he gave some accolades to that offensive line. You know, they got some decent numbers in the running back positions. Rigolo leading the way with 806 yards coming in on the season. But you don't run with that kind of ability without a good line in front of you. Second down and a couple. Owasso with it. Here's the handoff to Ian Johnson for the first time tonight. And the Bull gets it up to the 20-yard line. Should have the first down here for the Trojans. So that'll temporarily stop the clock. The Trojans right at the 20-yard line. If you're just tuning in, Owasso took the opening kickoff, drove all the way down close to the 30-yard line, and they coughed up the football. And then the first play from scrimmage by Cadillac, they fumbled it right back to the Trojans. That's where we're at, Owasso, on a little mini drive starting on the Cadillac side of the field. And just about seven and a half minutes of possession already. Right. I mean, down to 4.15 to go here in this first quarter. Gagan. Under center now. Is it again that Johnson has an opening up the middle, has big yardage across the 15 inside the 10 to about the 8-yard line. Keith Eargood was there to knife him down. Trevor Martin also there to help off. Ian Johnson, six foot, 210 pounds. They could have ran two of them through that hole. Right. <laughs> yeah, Johnson doesn't carry a whole heck of a lot, but he had almost 500 yards on the season coming into tonight's game with six touchdowns. They'll line up out of the eye now, first and goal, Owasso. They give it to Johnson again up the middle. He gets inside the five, down inside the two-yard line where he's hauled down by T.J. Baker and Kevin Colder. No score here, but the Trojans threatening to get on the board first, trying to knock it into the goal to our left. A couple of teams with blue and gold for their color schemes. Cadillac, the home team, wearing the solid navy blue uniform tops and helmets with the gold pants. The Trojans wearing the navy blue pants with the gold helmets and the unreadable numbers. Here's Gagan, gets it, keeps it himself, two-yard run, untouched into the end zone between right guard and tackle, and the Trojans draw first blood here on the castle on the two-yard dive by Robbie Gagan, 6 nothing Owasso. So the Trojans will send in their kicking team. Mitch Hupnagel will boot it. Uh, you're right on one thing, Bart. The time of possession in this first half has been all a while, other than one play for Cadillac. Updagel into booted out of the hole to Robbie Kagan. Good snap. The kick is up, and it is good. So the Trojans take a 7 nothing lead over Cadillac here in this Division Three district opener. 
Well, here we go offensively for Cadillac. We'll set the lineup for you. Matt Myers, the sophomore center. Keith Hergood and Kyle Lockhart are the guard. Jack Ford going to CMU to play football. Be lined up at left tackle, the right tackle. Riley Norman, who's going to MSU to participate in track and shot put and hammer. Justin Liptak and Patrick Griggs are the ends. A wideout will be Lewis Fitch. Running backs are Nolan Gurner and Tannen Deere. Jalen Brooks is the quarterback, 6'3", 180-pound junior. Here's the kickoff. Deep man brings it up across the 30-yard line. That was number 33 for Cadillac on the return, Aaron Gruber. So Jalen Brooks, the all-time leading rusher as a junior, over 1,500 yards rushing on the season. His dad, for you people in the Owasso and Corona area, Jeff Brooks, former member of the Corona basketball team in 1989, a tremendous basketball player in his own right. Very proud daddy now. So it'll be uh, Jalen lining up out of the shotgun. He'll run the option, keeps it himself around the right end. Breaks one tackle, just tripped up at the line of scrimmage and surged forward for maybe a yard or two. That was Gagan coming up to knife him down. Trojan starting defensively. Mike Clemens, a quick little 5'7", 185 senior nose tackle. Matt, Pre- Matt Freeman and Blake Van Strat are the inside tackles. Enzer, Matt Geiske, and Josh Partain. Three linebackers, Robbie Gagan, Ian Johnson, and Josh Pullion. Brody Eddington and uh, Scott Heron are the corners. Brad Riggle the safety. Here's Brooks getting it again around the end, surging forward across the 35 to about the 36-yard line. Some little extracurriculars down there as the field, and we'll see, do we have a penalty flag anywhere? Might have an official timeout. It was Brody Eddington in on that tackle. Not sure what the what the delay was out there, but they set it down. It'll be third down and about three coming up here for Cadillac. They trail a lot, so seven to nothing. Third and a long three. Ball at about the 37-yard line of Cadillac. Jalen Brooks, who's carried the ball every carry so far for Cadillac. Now it's the Vikings calling a timeout, not liking what they saw defensively for the Trojans. So timeout, their first one of the game. 2.27 to go in the first. 7 nothing. Owasso. Third and three. Jalen Brooks out of the shotgun. Runs a power play this way. He's got good room. Close to first down yardage. Takes a pop. Runs into Gagan. Also helping out was number 21 there for the Trojans. Emmett Alden. But he got enough. Jalen Brooks who really carries the load here for Cadillac, gets the first down. 219 to go here in the first. 7 nothing the Trojans. Good matchup here in this Division Three. A couple schools that really statistically and point-wise on the computer really close. Yeah. Not so close in distance geographically. No. <laughs> Not too bad of a drive-up. No, it really wasn't too bad. Real nice country coming up. Yep. So first and 10, Cadillac. They trail it by seven. They have it at their own 40-yard line. Brooks again gets it around the right end, looking for some room. Really follows his blockers nicely and gets about a three-yard, three-and-a-half-yard gain around that right end. Big number 75, Blake Van Strat was there for Owasso. Now they can play right here between the 40-yard line and right down here in front of us, right in front of the Cadillac bench, we might be able to get some numbers. I'm sure Harkova feels the same way. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's probably where he wants to keep this drive, too. Yeah. 
Jalen Brooks this time hands it off to his running back this time. Nolan Gurner tries to get around the right end. Couple yard gain, maybe. Brought down by Heron and Ian Johnson. We're under a minute and a half to go in the first quarter here. Castle time. Just a lot of fun, Bart. You're getting some your feet wet here in the playoffs. Yeah. This is a whole different atmosphere than regular. Way different atmosphere. This is uh, <laughs> this is definitely something. This is cool. This is what we do it for right here. Do these playoff games. Jalen Brooks out of the shotgun again. Play action. Scrambles out of the pocket. Left. Throws one over the middle. No one there. Was getting serious pressure on that far side. Looks like Gagan was there. Looked like Josh Partain. Mike Clemens was also putting on some pressure along with Matt Freeman. Just all kinds of pressure that time. Real nice play fake, too, and it only bought him about a split second of time. Right. And I'm starting to see already that it's starting to look like Robbie Gagan kind of being a little bit of a spy so far in this game. Yeah, and I think that's the strategy. They've got him keying on Jalen Brooks. Wherever he goes, Robbie Gagan's gone. We'll see what kind of adjustments Cadillac coaching staff can make. Oh, situation near block here. It was even partially blocked. So it was partially blocked. There was a little contact on the punter. And it does go downfield close to the 30-yard line. So Owasa will have it with a 7 nothing lead right after this. So the Trojans get the football back. Their defense holds the Vikings. And it'll be Owasso first and 10 from their own 31-yard line. Robbie Gagan, the senior quarterback, under center now, looking over that line of scrimmage. Eye formation behind him. Play action to the tailback. He rolls out to his right, getting pressure. Finally throws one downfield. It bounced off a couple of Trojans. Boy, I'll tell you what, Riley Norman, the big six foot seven, two 295-pound behemoth, was right zeroing in there on Gagan, and he got rid of the ball and got out of bounds just in time. You know, we drove by Ithaca on the way up here in their Jumbotron screen, but they got a real nice screen here on the scoreboard here as well yeah. here at Cadillac. Not quite the video that they have at Ithaca, but it's still a pretty neat screen. That you know, we got the beautiful view of downtown Cadillac, right directly opposite us, somewhat to our right. We have Lake Cadillac. Would be nice to come up there and actually spend the night. Huge, huge press box. I mean, this is this is just the atmosphere right here. Amen. Well, here's Riggle oh. up the middle, breaks it up across the 40-yard line to about the 44-yard line. So Brad Rigolo following his fullback, Ian Johnson. Good yardage that time. Right now, Trojans are ready. They've got to feel pretty good. I don't know if you've been following them about Coach Tom Harkman in the Argus and also on the show, obviously, you followed. They've had really good practices this week. The team is really fired up. Only their second playoff appearance ever. They made it back under Coach Bruce Bendix back in, I believe, 2001. That is, that was the case, and they lost in the opening round of the district to Saginaw Heritage. Here's a dive up the middle. Not much yardage to be gained there. Was that Johnson on that carry that time? Maybe a yard. No, it was Rigolo. Rigolo actually on the carry, and that'll be the last play of the first quarter. So after one quick-moving quarter from Cadillac, it is the Owasso Trojans seven, Cadillac zero. This C925 Catholic Classic football game was previously recorded from a prior broadcast. Ed Walleter, Lord Hahn, your local full-service auto owners insurance agent. Call 725-7134. Save by insuring your home. 
business, lifeboat, or car with no problem. Auto Owners Insurance Agent, CLH Insurance at 200 West Exchange Street in Owasso. Call 725-7134 or visit them online at clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance is a proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 at Castle and wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. There's nothing better than sitting in the bleachers on a cool Friday night watching your favorite teams battle it out on the gridiron. Aldermans and Lennon and Cub Cadet are another team that loves taking on the competition. Right now, Cub Cadet's complete line of Z-Force and Pro-Z zero-turn mowers are in stock and on sale. These hard-hitting Cub Cadet mowers have the competition on the run with great features and great prices. Aldermans and Lennon is a proud sponsor of Michigan High School Sports. You can find Aldermans on M13 and Lennon and online at aldermans.com. Applebee Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they are proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel, fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com if your car becomes a victim of a deer collision kp auto body in st john's will get you back on the road fast they can handle foreign or domestic models and work with all insurance companies their certified technicians can handle complete paint and glass work auto framework and complete mechanical repairs plus they'll give you a free loaner with service and they also work with hetler's towing so you get 24 7 dependable service kp auto body and hetler's towing are proud sponsors of high school sports on z92.5 the castle the care is committed to the safest and highest quality care for every patient you are their number one priority because you deserve the best for yourself and your loved ones only one hospital in mid-michigan has earned an a for safety and four-star rating for quality care from national organizations that's memorial health care they're number one in safety and number one in quality care in mid-michigan the choice is yours the choice is clear the choice is Memorial Health Care. Mars Furniture and Mattress in Owasso is your locally owned hometown furniture store and is proud to support high school sports. Mars is mid-Michigan's premium source for Amish-made furniture. This solid wood furniture comes directly from the finest Amish craftsmen in Indiana and Ohio. It's built to last for a lifetime and Mars has the best prices in the state. Mars has quick financing approval right there while you wait, and credit options to fit your needs. Stop in today at Mars Furniture and Mattress on M21 in Owasso and check them out on Facebook today. We've always said sportsmanship is the golden rule in action, but why should it stop when the game is over? Now more than ever, we need to respect each other and treat each other with common decency, not only between the lines, but outside the lines in our daily lives, in sports and in life. Nothing beats good sportsmanship. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. When Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Farrell's does tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. 
Check them out online at ferrellstree.com or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, and insured. Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. This C-92.5 Catholic Classic football game was previously recorded from a prior broadcast. I'm Ted Patel. My partner is Bart Matthews. Back at the studios, Hunter DeSander. And uh, we're glad you tuned in for this one tonight. It's like there's a really good contingent of Owasso fans up here cheering on their Trojan team. They had a couple of spirit buses brought up here, and Indian Trails hauled up the parents. It's Ooh, just we a, passed one of them on the way up. We did. So it's Owasso with it. Second down and nine from their own 45. Gagan will run the option to the left. Pitches it to his tailback this time. Rigolo stacks up. Lost maybe of a yard or two. Yeah, that play took a little too long to develop. Right. I don't want to double check. Too many blue jerseys in the backfield before he made that pitch. Yeah, Connor Kasuba was there leading the way along with Jack Ford. So, a couple yards lost. Third and 10 now. Ball right at the Trojan 45. Alonso leads it 7 nothing. Their score on Robbie Gagan two-yard run. That came after a Cadillac fumble that the Trojans converted to 7. Both teams have turned the ball over one time. Gagan now will line up out of the shotgun. He's got two running backs beside him to the left. Now he throws it back against the green over here to his tight end, Matt Geiske. Geiske had some room, a little trickeration on the little bubble screen back here. So Matt Geiske lined up at the tight end, just was flushed out a little bit. All the action went to the left, and Gagan rolled left and then stopped and threw it back right. A little mini version of the transcontinental we used to play on the playground. Enough yardage to take it into Cadillac territory to the 40-yard line. First and 10, the Trojans. Just a minute gone here in the second quarter. Gagan under center this time, hands it off to Ian Johnson up the middle, squirts up for about a five-yard gain. Well, you know, Bart. We follow sports very close, very closely, and the Tigers not off to a very good World Series, are they? 0-2 oh, does not sound good. That doesn't sound good. And, you know, we were talking to Jason Barcy of the Argus Press last night. Boy, he had it all all documented to uh, sabermetrics or whatever you want to call it. He had the numbers, and he had some good points looking in the crystal ball heading into it. we got to hope the Tigers can pull it all together tomorrow night and get back in this thing. Owasso in this thing, 7 nothing. second down and five. They have it at the 35 off Cadillac. Another pullback dive, and this time the Vikings front wall just stacks that one up. The two middle linebackers, Keith Eargood and Trevor Oliver, fill in the hole, and Trevor Martin and Jack Ford along with Connor Kasuba and Riley Martin all there to bring down the Trojan pullback for no gain. So it brings up a big third down and five now, Owasso. Trojans lead at 7-zip. They'll send a wide out way on the far side. Looks like it's Gavin Barnes being joined by Hoffnagel. Tight end over here will be Matt Geiske. Johnson and Riggolo behind Gagan. Long count at the line. Quick pitches it back to Brad Riggolo. Gets a block around the right end, but here comes a Cadillac Viking, and they spring it out beautifully. No gain, maybe even a loss on that drive. So Viking Horde descending on it right there. Trevor Oliver led the attack that time defensively. A one-yard loss on the play. Fourth and, we're going to call it fourth and six. 
Trojans will go for it here at the 36-yard line of Cadillac. Gagan goes to the sideline, gets the play call from his head coach and offensive coordinator, Tom Harkham. A buck runs the defense. Greg Freeman works with the linemen. Two wide outs on the far side. Here's the eye formation. Gagan under center. They take it to Rigolo. He looks downfield. Little swing pass. Oh, complete. First down yardage and more for the Trojans. All the way down to about the 15-yard line. <laughs> Just a beautiful play fake on that tail. Yeah. Johnson. Not sure who that is. I can't tell who actually caught it, but a, a gain and nice play that time around the left side. About a 20-yard pickup, and the clock is still ticking. You know, another long, sustained drive for the Trojans. I think at halftime, I'm going to see if I can grab somebody that follows the Trojans that can help us spot here a little bit. Would definitely benefit us. High formation, Gagan under center now. First and 10 from the 15-yard line. Ends it off to his tailback this time, and nothing doing. Ball carrier that time brought down at the line of scrimmage. I think that was Rigolo again. Coach Harkema on the field, encouraging his linemen to get some blocks out there, boys. Second down now, about a yard loss there. Second down 11 here for the Trojans. They'll send two wide outs this way. Robbie Gagan again under center this time with the eye behind him. Here is Johnson getting the carry, straight dive up the middle. Maybe gets back to the original line of scrimmage of the 15. Little conservative on that call there. Trevor Martin there on the tackle. So big third down and long coming up here for the Trojans. Third and 10. Gagan over to the sideline to talk with Coach Harkey. Is that what you call here? Yeah, I think so. What do they call it uh, in the pros, the sprint option? Yeah. Joe Montana was probably one of the best ever at it, giving him the option to throw it or run it. Looks like Trojans might be going for a timeout here to talk further about this. They're going to use clock time right now. Harkema, right by the referee, wants to call the timeout when it gets down to one second on the play clock, and he calls the timeout. So that will be the Trojans' first timeout of the evening. We have 6.47 to go here in the first half. 7 nothing, Owasso. 7.30 on this Friday night, you're listening to high school playoff football on Z92.5. It's the Owasso Trojans against the Cadillac Vikings. 7 nothing, Owasso leads it a big timeout there by Coach Harkema. Maybe, maybe he even went through two plays there, possibly. So if they can... Uh, if they get stopped on this play, maybe they can run that quick right. fourth down play before Cadillac gets set up. We'll keep an it eye on it. well for them the last time. It did. A little different situation, but we'll see what happens here. Trojans are looking at third down and 10 from the 15-yard line of Cadillac. Cadillac, I was looking at the playoff uh, appearances they've had. They've been in the playoffs, it looks like, about 10 or 11 times in their history. Only a second time for the Trojans. But a big finish on the season, a couple big wins in the last two games for Owasso to seal them in. Trojans now single back this time. Looks like that's Rigolo. They'll go with a couple tight ends, two wide outs. Gagan rolls out, getting pressure. He is mother. Big loss back close to the 20. Jack Ford was there also. 62 was there to help out. Keith here 
good. So whatever that play was, that, that didn't work very well. That didn't fool anybody. Cadillac had that one figured out. So it looks like the Trojans are going to set up for the field goal. It's going to be a pretty good boot from here. Puff Dagle is in. It's going to put the tee down right at around the 27-yard line. So we've got about a 37-yard kick. Now, no real wind effect. If there's anything, he's got a little bit of the wind at his back. Yeah, but you got to be looking for fake here at a 37-yarder. Always the possibility. Huffnagel's got a good leg, though. They're going to kick it, but it's well, well short. It bounces and only goes to about the five. It's on the field. Owasso picks it up and downs it at about the five-yard line. Let's see what this uh, is. So the ball never went past the goal line. They put the ball down at about the two. So it'll be Cadillac with the ball at their own two-yard line right after this. Well, there's a lot of debate going on right now with the Cadillac coaching staff, their head coach, Jim Webb. He says that should be a touchback after the missed field goal, but we believe in the referees that made the call that in high school football, it's a live ball unless it goes into the end zone. Right. Of course, the home crowd not real happy with that call. And Coach Webb's still out there arguing his. They're chanting Lou, Ted. Is that what they're chanting, Lou? Lou? <laughs> So we have 5.47 to go here in the first half. Owasso leads it 7 to nothing over Cadillac. Well, just remember, Bart, good sports are winners, too. <laughs> Here's the, here is, the value and values of high school athletics. That's right. Well, here is uh, all we're going to give penalty flag here. We had Brooks on the carry around the left end for maybe three or four yards, but I think we're going to get a penalty flag on Owasso right here. Might have been a late hit. So that goes against the, the Trojans. So that'll get them out of trouble. They started this at their own two-yard line, and now they'll get the ball in halfway decent shape. Seven zip the Trojans, 541 to go here in the first half. Stay with us at halftime as what we're going to do is let you hear a few messages back at the studios and then hear some of that great music we feature on a day-to-day -day basis, some of that stuff that, Bart, you're playing in the morning. Oh, yeah. And then uh, we'll be back here to have the statistics tallied up. Are you able to keep up on that tonight? I'm the doing all right. Number I'm doing all right. All right, good. So it'll be first and 10 Cadillac now from their own 22. Jalen Brooks, the six foot three, 180-pound junior quarterback, lines them up with two wideouts on the far side. One over here this way, shifts his running back over to the right of him. Looks like that's Nolan Gurner. Out of the shotgun, now he shifts Gurner over here to his left. Cadillac going right to left as we see it. Brooks keeps it himself, darts inside, goes outside, has some room. But all of a sudden, the cornerback over there brought him down. A good thing for the Trojans because he had a lot of room in front of him. I think that was Brody Eddington over there on that side of the field. So Eddington playing that cornerback position did play some solid contain. I'm going to bring out the field glass and see if this helps at all. So it'll be Jalen Brooks now out of the shotgun, a running back each side of him now. He fakes it, keeps it himself, comes up the middle, and then stops very short game that time. But Josh Partain, the first one there for the Trojans to bring him down. The Trojans so far doing a great job of containing Brooks. So third down now, third down and about uh, three yards to go here for Cadillac. 
Seven zip Alonso. Four thirty-five to go here in the first half of play. Jalen Brooks gets the play call from Coach Webb. He'll line him up again out of the shotgun. Over fifteen hundred yards rushing for Brooks. He'll take it this time, looking to throw. Throws one out here this way as a man wide open. Complete to Tanner Dare. And Dare takes it across the 40 to about the 43-yard line. Nice little play there, and he was wide open. So a little mix-up in the Trojan defensive backfield there. Pullion was there to bring him down, but quickly Cadillac now goes to the hurry-up. 4.13 to go here in the half. The Vikings have the ball at their own 43-yard line. They trail it 7-zip. Brooks, looking over the line of scrimmage now, takes a snap. He'll run it himself. Power play around the right end, looking for some room. Gets it across the midfield mark into Trojan territory at about the 48. Gagan was there on the tackle. Also helping out was, it looked like, number 82, Matt Geiske. Second down and a couple. The hurry up in effect here for Cadillac. Brooks again keeps it himself on the quarterback keeper up the middle has first down yardage. Again, brought down that time by Matt Freeman for the Trojans, but that'll move the chain. First to 10, Cadillac now at the 43 yard line of Owasso. 3.34 to go here in the first half. Jalen Brooks looking over that line of scrimmage. Out of the shotgun once again, running back to his left. He'll run the option left, keeps it himself, cuts up inside the line. Late pitch. It's given to Gurner, and they're going to say, I believe, that Brooks's knee was down before the pitch. Boy, it looked like that was debatable. Yeah, I thought he got it off before, the, before his knee was down myself. But the referee said he was down. It was a dangerous pitch at that, but it did get completed to Gurner, but they blew it dead. So second down now, about six yards to go for the Vikings. From the 38-yard line of Owasso, we're under three minutes to play here in the first half. This time Brooks under center. Runs it around the right end. Gets about three or four yards that time. Ian Johnson, the middle linebacker, the first one there for the Trojans. Clock moving, two and a half minutes to go in the first half. 7 nothing, Owasso. A little confusion here on Cadillac. Now Brooks gets him set. Two wide outs each way, one running back beside him to the right. Brooks looking to throw, getting some pressure. Got it out here, right on the money, and then dropped. Oh, they had first down yardage, and the receiver dropped it there. So is that Clemens that just bull rushed him right? Yeah, Clemens coming from his nose position, and that was Tanner Dare there. Had the ball in his midsection and should have caught it with the hands, but let it get to his belly, and it bounced right off. So it's incomplete and a big fourth down play here now for the Vikings. Clock stopped with 2.13 to go here in the half. Trojans up, 7-zip. Two wideouts go on the far side right now. Justin Liptak, the big number 89 over there. Here's the shotgun. Brooks has it, runs up the middle, hit first. Might have it with second effort, and I think he does, as he takes it to about the 30-yard line. So good job there by Jalen Brooks. 
So that'll move the chains and give the Vikings a big fourth down conversion here as we're winding down the first half. And you're starting to see what the hype's about. Oh, yeah. Well, he, I, mean, I don't know how many carries you got him for. We'll tally that up at halftime, but it's pretty much all of them. Yeah. There's only been a couple of carries by other ball carries in Elawasso. They want to take a brief rest here and also regroup a little bit. It's going to be first and ten. Cadillac trailing seven nothing from the 31 of the Trojans. And no injuries to report, Ted. That's how we like it, especially at this time of the season. You know, every team got their bangs and got their bruises, but uh, no serious injuries, nothing to report here tonight. That's how we like it. Trojans one timeout remaining. Cadillac, I believe, has their has two of theirs. The Vikings trailing it seven nothing to Owasso, but they're in Trojan territory at the thirty one yard line. First down and ten yards to go for the Vikings. The dangerous Jalen Brooks at quarterback out of shotgun position. Look at the throw. Throws one out here. Dropped again. That one was right on the money to Patrick Briggs, and he couldn't haul it in. Heard some footsteps, I think. And Briggs is just head down right now. Just, yeah, nice pass, too. Now, if you're Cadillac, what you need to do right now is just catch the ball. Don't worry about running it because you're getting some pretty big chunks of yardage. Trojans are, are giving them all kinds of respect and a little bit too much cushion. They look like the Chicago Bears secondary against the Lions. Here's Brooks out of the shotgun coming this way. Breaks one tackle, getting pressured from behind. Not much there to be gained at all. Big number 64, Matt Freeman, was zeroing in on him. And Freeman's pretty quick. If he could be pretty quick for a 6'4", 290-pounder. But he's got pretty good wheels. It's all about how you carry your pads. Freeman can carry those pads. Minute 39 and counting here in the first half. Third down and eight from the 29-yard line of the Trojans. Owasso leads it 7-0. We got a good one going here in the playoffs. Jalen Brooks looking right. Now scrambles, flushed out of the pocket. Tucks it under, has some room, takes it up to about the 20. It should be another Cadillac first down. That almost looked like a designated play. Yeah. Tom Arkma rips off the visor. Cheering on his defense. Is that a polite way of saying it? Cheering him on? Coaching him up. Coaching him up. That's better. Cadillac band getting ready to entertain the crowd here at halftime. They set the chains and will start the clock back up. Not sure what the delay is right here. Well, it's taking their time getting the chains set. So Cadillac all ready to go out of the shotgun from the 20 yard line. Going right to left as we see it. Jalen Brooks will run it right. Puts the head down and squirms his way all the way to the 15. So he's hit initially, but still gets big yardage after that first hit. Again, that was Freeman there along with Blake Van Strath. But they couldn't stop him, and we're going to be under a minute to go here in this first half. Seven zip Second down about five now for the Vikings. Ball at the 15-yard line. They're in no hurry right now. They do have a couple of timeouts left. Jalen Brooks out of the shotgun, back to throw, looking to scramble oh. back at the 20. Boy, he had nowhere to go. The defensive end kept him in line. And that was Matt Freeman, who really is coming up big right now for the Trojans on this drive. Huge play for Owasso right there. So it is Owasso holding right there temporarily. It'll be a third down and 10 coming up. Cadillac calls the timeout, one remaining. 
And the drive of the game tonight brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. And couple, well, one one serious drive to choose from. You know, maybe this will be a drive, the, the drive. Right now, the difference of the game, the short field drive, about a 45-yard yeah. drive by the Trojans after they got the first play from scrimmage from uh, Cadillac was fumbled. Owasso got the ball back after fumbling it themselves. It capped off that 45-yard drive with a two-yard Robbie Gagan run. The PAT was good by Mitch Huffnagel. You almost call that an 80-yard drive. <laughs> Why? Oh, because they used that much yardage to get there? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go along with that. <laughs> you want to call it that? Feel well, free. That's part of blows. Well, they had the ball for about uh, eight minutes in yeah. that first quarter. Here's a big third down play coming up here now for Cadillac. Of course, it's four down territory here with 33 seconds to go in the half. Here at Trojans, you're going to have your defensive ends trying to protect the corners without a doubt. Jalen Brooks takes the snap. The late pitch, good job there on the call. Gets the pitch out. Good read by the quarterback coming up quickly. Really, the guy was Fapienza coming up there quickly on the tackle. So it's going to be fourth and five coming up. Cadillac calls their final timeout. Coach Tom Arkwin was trying to get the referee's attention, saying there was a holding on that. But uh, big stop. Fourth and five coming up right after this. And who was that? Was that uh, Gurner or Daryl? I think that was Gurner. Gurner. Gurney, Dave. Hurdy Gurdy man. <laughs> oh, Bart, what are you thinking here? Pretty, pretty entertaining game. We knew coming up that it was going to be a close, hard-fought battle, and that's exactly what we have here. Trojan's done a pretty good job on Jalen Brooks, but really, he's the whole show. Right, right. You know, you, you're hoping to contain him and force the other guys to beat you, and so far, Cadillac hasn't been able to do that, but, you know, still 24 seconds left on this. Uh, that's right. Right. He's one play away every yeah. time he touches the yeah. ball from breaking it all the way, whether it be 20 yards or where they're at right now at about uh, the 15-yard line, so... Fourth and five, the play of the game so far. Coming up here for Cadillac. Owasso leads it 7 nothing. Cadillac at the 15-yard line of Owasso, and the Trojan coaching staff says, well, we see what you're set up offensively. We're going to call a timeout to set up our D. So, well, we're in the Cadillac neighborhood right now. Big fourth down and five. Cadillac has it at the 15-yard line of Owasso. Jalen Brooks, number six, looking over that line of scrimmage out of the shotgun. He'll roll to his right. It's the sprint draw. He can look downfield, throws a pass to the end zone. It's up. Caught in the end zone. Circus catch there. Jumps a lift pack with a diving effort in the end zone. It looked like it might be going to be knocked down by the cornerback, but lift pack went high to haul it in, and now we got Cadillac within a point. Not a real pretty looking pass, but when the guy's that open. Right. And it was uh, a good job on the diving effort there by Liptak. And now the PAT coming up. Nick Paquette to kick it. Now we got some whistles. Kick is up. Looks pretty good. But we got a whistle and a flag, and that's going to be nullified. They're going to make him do it over again. So Cadillac within a point. Jalen Brooks found his tight end on a 15-yard completion. Justin Liptak. That came, you know, that was a nice catch. That came after a couple of big drops 
by the Vikings in this series as well. I think the coach has said, you get the ball in your hands, you catch it. Yeah. So Nick Paquette to attempt a kick. Good snap. Kick is up, and it looks pretty good from here. The referees agree. So we're back where we started. We're all tied up. 7-7 with just 18 seconds to go here in the first half. Well, we're winding down the first half, and we sure haven't been disappointed. It was, uh, it was, it was highlighted to be a good, tough, good matchup, and we have definitely seen that here tonight. You've got uh, Cadillac scoring here with only 18 seconds left, getting the ball coming out and coming into the third good quarter. Point. Good point there. Yeah, they so they get a little momentum to take into the locker room with them, and then also get the football to start that third quarter. Yeah. So they'll kick it off here. And if you're Wasso, you got to be a little bit leery, too. you got to be careful of maybe something, something like onside kick or something here. Yeah, with this little time left in the half, why not? Riley Norman, the biggest kicker I've seen, <laughs> to approach it. Here's the kick. Kicks a high pop-up. Comes down to about the 25-yard line. Fielded by Sapienza. And then he is brought down right there. So we'll see if Owasso just deals it down here, but they'll have the ball with 13 seconds to go in the half. Well, there are partners here for sure for this broadcast, and here is the handoff. Ian Johnson gets uh, about three or four yards, and that's going to end our first half of play. So we got a good one here from Cadillac, Michigan. The score after a half a play, it is Cadillac 7, the visitors from Owasso 7. And with that, Mark, what we're going to do is we're going to send things back to the studios for some important messages, and also we'll be back here in about 15 minutes or so. This C-92.5 Castle Classic football game was previously recorded from a prior broadcast. Your number one St. John's Red Wing fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Alibi and Brubaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit them in St. John's and East Lansing or online at abins.com. Alibi and Brubaker Insurance is your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Hub Tire is there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday. Call today at 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. You always get the best at Beck's Trailer Superstore, the nation's largest trailer dealer. With over 1,500 trailers on 45 acres, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Whether you're looking for an open or enclosed trailer for work or play, you'll find the perfect trailer at Beck's. They have flexible financing options through several national and local lenders to offer the most competitive rates and payment from only $69 a month with approved credit. For the best selection of quality trailers at unbeatable prices, call 888-SAY-BEX or visit BexTrailerStore.com. 
Like with any sports team, people make the difference. That's why Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance in downtown Owasso is number one. With expert advice, problem-solving tips, and a friendly, helpful attitude. With quality American brand name appliances like Whirlpool, Maytag, Frigidaire, and GE, plus Toshiba, LG, and many other television brands, you owe it to yourself to check out Gilbert's selection and low prices. Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance in downtown Owasso is a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. The Ovid Service Agency and Auto Owners Insurance make a great team and are proud to serve Ovid and surrounding communities. Greg, Luke, and Jenny Martin, thank you for choosing Ovid Service Agency as your local auto owner's independent agent. Ovid Service Agency offers a wide range of policies to fit your insurance needs. Stop in and see them in downtown Ovid or call 989-834-2288. Visit them online at ovidserviceagency.com and like them on Facebook. Ovid Service Agency is a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Victory Heating and Cooling, serving all of mid-Michigan, is proud to feature train heating and cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business and would love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling featuring train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingAndCooling.com or call 989-224-7171. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes at Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC. They know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little, save a lot. Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 the Castle. WJSE, Ashley Owasso. This C925 Castle Classic football game was previously recorded from a prior broadcast. We are here at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Cadillac. We got a Danny Brook here. We got a battle. 7-7 the score. Cadillac and Owasso. The winner of this game will take on the winner of St. John's and Sue. St. Marie. We have a score on that, don't we, by the way? Uh, right now, uh, at halftime, uh, St. John's is leading Sault Ste. Marie by a score of 14-12. Uh, All right. We got a good one there. Good one here, 7-7. Seven, seven. How's it look on the uh, score sheet there, Mark? The stat. Well, the big story's got to be the time of possession. You know, Alonso dominated as far as time of possession. Uh, 28 carries for 96 yards for the first half. And, of course, Brad Rigolo kind of set in the face. 12 carries for 47 yards. Ian Johnson, eight carries for 33 yards. Uh, Robbie Gagan, uh, only six carries for 12 yards, but he did get that touchdown. And uh, right now going three for four for 36 yards. Over uh, the Cadillac Vikings, on the other hand, it's pretty much all Jalen Brooks. 15 rushes. I've got him for 15 rushes for 59 yards. Uh, Tanner, or I'm sorry, Nolan Gurner. Uh, two carries for seven yards. Uh, in the air, Brooks, not, not not that spectacular, only two for four for 28 yards, but 15 of those was that touchdown pass at the uh, the end of the third or end of the second quarter. Oh, two incompletions were drops, too. Yeah, yeah, that's, that is true. I, you know, you got to take that into account. So 
Brooks is definitely the story for uh, for Cadillac. Owasso continuing that kind of balanced rushing attack that's kind of got him into the playoffs, eating up a lot of the clock. It'll be interesting to see what happens here with Cadillac getting the ball back and all the momentum behind him. Drive. Owasso scored first with 3.26 to go in the first quarter on a two-yard Robbie Gagan run. PAT by Mitch Huffnagel made it 7 nothing, but... Like you mentioned, a great drive by Cadillac at the end of the first half. Capped off by a 15-yard pass by Jalen Brooks to Justin Liptak with only 18.4 seconds to go. The Nick Paquette PAT made it a 7-7 game. And as you also alluded to, Cadillac won the toss tonight, elected to defer until the second half. They had the real momentum going on that late score at the end of the first half, and now they get their hands back on the football. So we'll see what kind of defensive adjustments the Trojans of uh, Buck Heine and Tom Arkema can come up with. I'm always puzzled by these teams that uh, take the ball when they win the toss. Yeah, I mean, you don't see it very often, but there's some message they're trying to send out there when they do do that. It's just like teams in overtime. You rarely see a team take the ball first. Right. You know? No difference. (laughs) So here's Owasso going to kick it off. Huffnagel to boot it. High short one towards the far sideline. It bounces, bounces a couple times, finally picked up. Return man brings it up to about the 20, maybe the 23-yard line, where it will be Cadillac with the football. Again, defensively for your Owasso Trojans, Josh Partine and Matt Geiske are the end. Matt Freeman, Mike Clemens, and Blake Manstrat up front. Linebackers are Robbie Gagan, Josh Pulleyon, and Ian Johnson. And in the secondary, cornerbacks include Scott Aaron and Brody Eddington, along with Brad Rigolo. Mitch Huffnagel will also see him sometime there in the defensive backfield. Cadillac with the football. Second half just underway with Bart Matthews. I'm Ted Patel. We're glad you tuned into the castle tonight. Coming, from you, coming to you from up north here in Cadillac. Here's Jared Brooks keeping himself, trying to get around the right end of Good job of containing there by the defensive end on that side of the field for the Trojans. Robbie Gagan in on that tackle. Matt Geiske also in on that hit, along with Matt Freeman. Matt Freeman playing a great game here defensively for the Trojans. Here's Jalen Brooks looking over that line of scrimmage out of the shotgun, a halfback each way. Now he rolls out to his right, looking to throw. Throws one out here, incomplete. Good coverage by the Trojan secondary players. It was Eddington there along with number 20 for the Trojans. Helping out on that one. Brad Rigolo there defensively along with Eddington. Yeah, we're going to have to talk to the Board of Ed about these uniforms. It's terrible. (laughs) That's the consensus everywhere here that nobody can read the Trojans' numbers. Here is uh, Brooks out of the gun. Pass oh. off the fingertips that time of Lewis Pitch, the sophomore. Takes a hard hit by Eddington over there to break it up. And so uh, the benefit of having the ball not paying off here now for Cadillac. Is, yeah, the Trojans should get really good field position on this. Brad Rigolo going deep for a while. So he's the lone deep man standing right around midfield. Aaron Gruber for the first time tonight to punt the football. Good snap. Gruber, a little unorthodox on the delivery to punt it, but kicks it up to Rigolo, who catches it and goes down right at midfield. So Owasso will have it. First and 10 in this 7-7 tie. So it will be Owasso with the football. First and 10 from the 50-yard line. Robbie Gagan under center now. 
Ian Johnson behind him at the fullback position, leading the way for Rigolo. He dives in the line, darts outside, has close to 10 yards on that carry. Finally brought down by Finch. That was Lewis Finch on the tackle. A good carry that time by Brad Riglow and got just enough for the first down. Kind of deja vu the way this game started. Almost an exactly 10-yard game there. Puts it to the 40-yard line of Cadillac. 7-7 the score. Third quarter early on here from Cadillac High School. Beautiful campus and facility here for this football game. Veterans Memorial Stadium. Uh, it looks very similar to Wilman. A little flare pass out this way. Out to Rigolo, and not much there, maybe a yard gain. Brought down by Patrick Briggs there. So second down, about nine here for the Trojans. A 7-7 ball game, minute and a half gone here in the third quarter on the castle. Eddington comes out now, Rigolo in for him. Gagan's going to have to hurry this up now. They're taking a little bit of time here. He'll send Sapienza out here on the near side of the field. Owasso going right to left as we see it. Gagan under center now. Takes it to his halfback. Rigolo rolls to his right, looking downfield, gets some pressure from behind, throws the pass down, incomplete. Getting heavy pressure that time. Yeah, Orion Parrish with all kinds of pressure on him. You know, I'm between a rock and a hard place, Bart. I, I have to use the field glasses to see the play on the action. But I have to look down to see a number and who it might be. I can't read it without flipping the glasses back on. I think we need to increase the sports spotting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> include a spotter. I, I might have a lot of mind for that. So it's Gagan now coming up under center. Takes it to his fullback, looks to throw, pass goes over the middle, and it's in and out of the hands that time. Oh, we got a flag. flag. Looks like they're going to call some sort of interference here. So they call the penalty going against Cadillac here, stopping the clock with 9.49 to go here in the third. So pass interference going to go against the Vikings. And it sounds like the uh, assistant coach for uh, Cadillac is back in the bench as a uh, stand. Yes, it does. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's a uh, member of the Cadillac coaching staff or if he's part of the officiating crew. Well, we know he doesn't work for the MHSAA, that's for sure. <laughs> so that'll move it up and give the Trojans a first down. <laughs> It was a little bit of a questionable call. Yes, it was. <laughs> but the Trojans will take it first and 10. Owasso has it at the 24-yard line. So Gagan brings Owasso out of the huddle. Johnson behind him. He gets the call up the gut. Ian Johnson running hard. Get some decent yards for about a seven-yard gain inside the 20-yard line to about the 17. Key point of this game because Cadillac had the momentum going to the locker room, got the uh, kickoff here in the second half and was three and out. Yeah. And now the Trojans on a drive started this one at the 50 at good field position after the short punt and now have it in the red zone. We'll call it the 18-yard line, second down and four. 
Johnson and Rigolo now split in the backfield. Johnson going in motion to the right. They mix it up a little bit. They run the power play to Brad Rigolo. Goes right, cuts back left, and takes it inside the 10-yard line, about the 9. Connor Kasuba was there along with Riley Norman. That'll be a first down, a wassail. First and goal right at the 10. Football just on the Cadillac side of the 10-yard line. That was a little new wrinkle in the Owasso offense there, sending Johnson in motion to lead the blocking. You see that a lot in the pros in college as far as the tight end going in motion on that kind of play. Gagan again under center. He'll have the standard eye behind him with Johnson and Rigolo. Gagan hands it off to Brad. Rigolo up the middle, gets to the five, inside the five to about the three. Brought down by Trevor Oliver and Lewis Finch there. So the Trojans get it inside the five-yard line now. Second down and goal from the four. And that Trojan O-line starting to churn it. Yeah. And a really good lead block in there from Johnson as well. And they're just able to do all kinds of good things behind those guys. Yeah, anytime you can get four or five yards of crack, you're doing real well. So... Owasso breaks their huddle now. Second down and goal. The ball at the four-yard line of the Vikings. 7-7 ball game. Gagan puts it in the midsection of Johnson. He goes into the end zone untouched. Ian Johnson, four yards out for the Trojan score. And Owasso takes the lead now, 13-7 over Cadillac. And Owasso able to get back to what they had success with in the first quarter. Able to run behind both uh, both Gagan and, or not Gagan, Rigolo and Johnson. So Ian Johnson puts the Trojans ahead. A nice 50-yard drive there to give Owasso the lead. 13-7. In to kick it will be Mitch Huffnagel. Gagan kneeling down at the 10-yard line. Good staff. Gets it down. Huffnagel kicks it up, and it is good. So we have 8.01 to go here in the third quarter, 14-7. Owasso leaves it over Cadillac. 14-7 ball game, Owasso on top of Cadillac. Hope you're enjoying this one in the uh, mid-Michigan area down there in Shiawassee County and surrounding areas. Boy, this is a great way to start off the playoff dance for us. It's a beautiful night, great facilities, a couple of really, really evenly matched teams. Good vocal crowd. Yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> I think that was the head of officiating that was uh, giving some encouragement yeah. to some of his uh, his employees. He was definitely more than willing to help them out. Well, so that's all about. Well, he, he likes to share the credit. He's giving a lot of credit to the refs there for Wasso's score. <laughs> Here's a low kickoff fielded by... The big hoss, number 77 here. He's coming down the sideline, runs over a couple of guys. Riley Norman breaks another tackle. Might have stepped out of Wow. Wow. Looks like he stepped out of bounds, maybe at the 48-yard line. But how about that big guy, Riley Norman, 6'7", 295 pounds, almost took it the distance. I mean, who would want to tackle him? Well, you notice that most of the Trojan special teams there Tried to push him out of bounds. Nobody really wanted to put a shoulder on the guy. And apparently they did push him out at right around the 47-yard line of Cadillac. Look at Riley looks like a, like a tough old farm boy. He's got that uh, shirt on top. He's got the socks rolled down. Yeah. He's ready to go. 
So Cadillac breaks their huddle. They trail it 14 to 7. Norman almost had himself a highlight reel score there. Here's Jalen Brooks coming this way, and he runs right into the Trojans. It looks like Blake Van Strat was there to bring him down. The big 285-pounder himself read it all the way and brought down Brooks for no game. So second and ten, Cadillac. Yeah, there's a lot of size on that Owasso front five. There's a lot of what we like to call pad popping going on right now. Out of the shotgun. Brooks hands it off to his tailback this time. That's Gurner. He got a couple yards right to the 50-yard line. Helped up to his feet there by Van Strat. 7.05 to go here in the third quarter. The Trojans lead it 14-7. to Patrick Briggs way out on the far side of the field, joined in the slot. One of his players there. Now here is Brooks rolling to his left. Steps up, throw the pass up, almost intercepted. Good coverage there by the Trojans. I think that was Scott Heron there defending. 5'11", 160-pound junior. And Heidi's made some serious adjustments at halftime, Ted. He has, and their Trojans are listening. They've got a very vocal crowd of their own that's made their way up here. They really they really love their teams over there in O-Town for sure. So it'll be the Cadillac team putting it here now. Nick Hawkett gets a good staff. High drop, kicks it up. Riglow calling for a fair catch and completes it at around the 15-yard line. So Watson will have it first and 10. Looks like they're going to mark it right around the 13-yard line. A Trojan seven-point lead, 14-7, to Owasso. They break their huddle. It'll be Gagan coming up under center now. The eye behind him, Johnson and Rigolo. Long count. Hands it off to Brad Rigolo around the right end. Has a little bit of room up to the 20-yard line, maybe the 22-yard line. Brought down there by Patrick Briggs and Kevin Kohler. Boy, I'll tell you, you got to be impressed with this Trojan running game. They have been solid all season long, and you never know who's going to get the ball. That's a beautiful thing for an offensive yeah. coach to have. you got three players very capable of toting the pigskin, and you got those big blockers up front doing the job. So it'll be Gagan. Under center again, the eye behind him. This time it's the big fullback getting the call, Ian Johnson, for a couple. Looks like he might be just short of the first down there. Big third down call coming up here for the Trojans. 5.45 to go here in the third quarter. 14-7, to Owasso leads it. See a couple of Owasso's own Indian Trail buses over there opposite us. All in some of the folks up here tonight. Gagan, quarterback keeper, up the middle, has first down yardage. Tremendous surge on that play. Oh, yeah, following his big guys up front. His center, Blake Van Strat. He goes 285, and also Jeremy Gary's there at 265. Now they're going for one yard. It looks like he picked up about four. Yeah. So that will move the chains and give them a new set of downs to work with here. Temporarily stopping the clock with 5.27 to go in the third. A seven-point Trojan lead here on the castle. So Gagan comes to the sideline, gets the play called. He's played an air-free game so far tonight. He's the field general. Looking over that line of scrimmage now. 
Ian Johnson lined up right behind him. Brad Riggolo at the tailback position gets the call, goes around the right end looking for a block. Comes back against the green, going to be short of the first down, but uh, got about seven or eight on that carry. Brought down by Kevin Kohler there, the senior quarterback. Again, situation football here. Nine-yard gain on first down play. Gives you all kinds of options. When you only got one yard, you got to go. Right. In fact, that was so close, I think they're going to measure it right now. So, good run by Rigolo. Just got to be very impressed for the Trojans coming into. This is actually, you know, Tom Harkin has been coaching at Owasso a long time. Of course, he's got his start in Texas. And he had a couple of 7-2 and two teams in his first tenure as the Trojan boss, but not enough points in those days to make the playoffs. So, this is his first trip to the playoffs, which is hard to believe, as long as he's been around coaching. But they're ready for it. <laughs> Bruce Bendix was the head coach the only other time the Trojans made it in 2001. Isn't he up in Shepherd nowadays? Somewhere up there. I, it's hard to keep track. I thought he was at one of the uh, suburban Saginaw. Oh, you know what? He might be now. Out of the eye. Here's Gagan keeping it himself on second and real short. He should have another Trojan first down on the quarterback sneak. And the other thing that's being impressive right now by the Trojans, they're keeping that clock going for the most part. You know, they're not getting big chunks of yardage, but they're just they just keep moving those chains. I know we don't keep first downs. Right now, the Trojans have had a lot of first downs tonight. Keeping the ball out of Jalen Brooks' hands is a huge, huge objective, and I'm sure that was part of Coach Harkema's strategy coming into this game tonight. I know number one was to stop Brooks. They've done a pretty good job on that. Coming into the game tonight with 1,500 yards plus rushing on the season. Here is Gagan looking over that line of scrimmage now. He's got the eye behind him, and it's Rigolo getting a call between right guard and tackle. And again, gets across the 40-yard line, maybe to the 41. Brooks there along with T.J. Baker on the tackle. Clock continues to run, 3.45 to go here in the third. 14-7 ball game, Owasso on top. Game one of our football playoffs. Hopefully we'll be seeing you and talking to you from Ford Field Thanksgiving weekend with one of our teams from our area. Trojans fans like to see this team do it. Here's the handoff again to Regolo. Has first down yardage around the left end. Did a nice job following his blockers and takes it to midfield. Look like number 71, David Hood. Real nice job of leading the block in that time for the Trojans. But again, yeah. Regolo able to just run downhill behind him. <laughs> again, that'll move the chain. So it takes it to the 50-yard line. 3.23 to go here in the third. Owasso will send a wideout way on the far side of the field now. Trojans going right to left. That's Huffnagel way out there on the far side. Here is Gagan, the handoff to Ian Johnson, putting both hands on the ball, another four or five yards. Takes it to the 46. Keith Yergood there, and on that tackle also helping out was number 62 there for the Vikings, Jordan Thompson. Well, 
I think I'm going to have a headache tonight before this one's <laughs> over. Doing this game for oh, the Oh, man. Binoculars, bifocals, magnifying glass. I mean, <laughs> that's what I need, the magnifying glass for the rosters. That would work. <laughs> Second down, about six. Owasa with a gig and quick snap. Hands it off to Brody Eddington this time, and he is stacked up at the line of scrimmage. Runs into big number 76, Jack Ford. So Eddington, who's got the real good breakaway speed, couldn't find any opening up the middle that time. Stopped at the line of scrimmage. And according to my stats, that's only Brody's third carry of the day. Sounds about right. Rigolo checks back in there. Third and five now for Owasso. From the 45 here. Let's see what play call Coach Harkema comes up with. Gagan looking over the line now. Breaks by the hole. Wipes the moisture off with a towel. Long count. Gives it off to Brad Rigolo trying to go between right guard and tackle, and it's read beautifully there by Cadillac. No gain. Looks like that again was Pete You're good on the tackle, and it's going to be a Owasso. Forced to punt here. Sure, the thought had crossed their mind maybe to go for it, but I don't think that's a good move at this point. I think the move is to punt. Ball's at the 45-yard line of Cadillac. So the Trojans will punt it. Robbie Gagan, keep in mind, is the punter, and they can do some funny things out of that as he's the quarterback. So Gagan throws as a pass, the guy wide open. He has it on the right side. Nobody was near him. It was called up here in the press box, and nobody heard it, and it goes all the way down the far sideline. First and 10, Owasso on the fake punt. So it is uh, first down for Owasso. So Owasso with the big play on the fake punt. So a huge play. If we had a play of the game, that would be it right there. We set it up. Gagan is their quarterback, and you had a, a, one of the fly players wide open. Nobody was even paying attention to him over in that far sideline. I don't know if it was an audible by Gagan, but it was a great call. They have it now inside the 20. Here is Ringolo up the gut. Another three or four yards. So about a four-yard gain. Second down and six, we'll call it, from about the 13. And look at this. The clock is going to run out on the third quarter. Coach Harkema pumping his fist. The crowd opposite us all on their feet. The home fans can't believe it over here, but right now it is 14 to 14-7. Owasso on top. We're heading to the fourth quarter with the Trojans knocking on the door. This C-92-5 Catholic Classic football game was previously recorded from a prior broadcast. Fast Eddie's has 16 locations around the state, and they offer the great products and services they have become famous for and you trust. Purchase a Fast Eddie's Valvoline Synthetic Oil and Filter Change. Get a free pair of Valvoline wiper blades on the spot. And they'll install them for free. That's a $20 value. Or choose a free Valvoline fuel system cleaner and enjoy improved engine performance and better gas mileage. Only from Fast Eddie's Car Wash and Oil Change Centers. Fast Eddie's, a name you can trust. Cadwallader Lord Hahn, your local full-service auto owner's insurance agent. Call 725-7134. Save by insuring your home. 
business, lifeboat, or car with no problem. Auto Owners Insurance Agent, CLH Insurance at 200 West Exchange Street in Owasso. Call 725-7134 or visit them online at clh-insurance.com. CLH Insurance is a proud sponsor of high school sports on Z92.5 at Castle and wishes all area high school athletes good luck this season. The COVID crisis has made every trip outside your home stressful. That's why it's so important to choose a health care provider that puts patient safety and compassionate care above all else. Memorial Healthcare is the only hospital in mid-Michigan to earn an A for safety and a four-star rating for quality care from national organizations. That's because Memorial Healthcare makes you their number one priority. Memorial's commitment has made them number one in safety and number one in quality care in mid-Michigan. The choice is yours. The choice is clear. The choice is Memorial Healthcare. Mars Furniture and Mattress in Owasso is your locally owned hometown furniture store and is proud to support high school sports. Mars is mid-Michigan's premium source for Amish-made furniture. This solid wood furniture comes directly from the finest Amish craftsmen in Indiana and Ohio. It's built to last for a lifetime, and Mars has the best prices in the state. Mars has quick financing approval right there while you wait and credit options to fit your needs. Stop in today at Mars Furniture and Mattress on M21 in Owasso and check them out on Facebook today. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game, making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right, game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help the kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to mhsaa.com, a message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Your number one sports fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Oaks Fisher Insurance is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit Oaks Fisher Insurance on Water Street in Owasso today. Go online at oaksfisher.com or call 989-723-3011. When Mother Nature leaves you broken branches or toppled trees, call Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Farrell's does tree work in all four seasons, has three certified arborists on staff, and offers the latest technology in tree health care. They also sell firewood year-round and are licensed by the Michigan Department of Agriculture. Check them out online at ferrellstree.com or call 989-862-4453. Experienced, equipped, and insured. Ferrell's Tree Trimming and Removal. Applebee Oil and Propane has been your local choice for fuel needs since 1975, and they are proud to serve Shiawassee, Clinton, and Saginaw counties with excellent customer service and over 25 years of experience in the petroleum industry. They carry a full range of farm fuels, soy diesels, premium diesel, fuel, NL gas, and 90-octane recreational gas, which is excellent for chainsaws, lawnmowers, and all small engines. Shop local with a name you know and trust for fuel online at applebyoil.com. This C925 Castle Classic football game was previously recorded from a prior broadcast.
One heck of a game here at the vet. Owasso's got to be sniffing blood in the water right now. A lot of things can happen still, but that Owasso offensive line, how much credit do we need to give to those boys up front? We're talking about David Hood, Josh Partain, Blake Van Strat, Jeremy Garys, and Matt Freeman. They are just currently manhandling Cadillac up front. And, and Cadillac, a lot of beef up front as well. This is what was one of the teams that was going to give them some trouble in the trenches. Right. But you know, the, the outside tackles are really their studs, but the Trojans have done a pretty good job running inside. So it'll be second down and six. The ball at the 13-yard line, fourth quarter, ready to go with Bart Matthews on Ted Patel. Here is Eddington trying to get up the middle. There's no yardage there at all. And he's hanging on to both hands on the ball as Cadillac trying to strip it away. No gain there. That was Trevor Oliver on that tackle along with Jack Ford and Riley Norman. Early on here in the fourth quarter, 14-7, Owasso on top of Cadillac. Been a heck of a game over here. The big play so far, that fake punt, completion over on the far side. And that wide receiver had all kinds of room in front of him. Never did get his number. We apologize to his parents and grandparents on that one. Out of the eye. Gagan. Play action. Rolls to his right. Comes back to the left. Fakes a pass, keeps it himself, gets a block, has some room, dives to the end zone, and it is touchdown, Owasso. 13-yard scramble by Robbie Gagan. Put the Trojans up by two TDs. Yeah, and I don't know who, uh, who it was that threw that block down there, but you want to talk about a block. I think it might have been Rigolo because he was coming out to catch the screen. And Gagan almost tossed it to him and kind of faked it to him and then took it in from 13 yards out. And a completely busted play, just able to go against the other way. Wow. So it's now 20 to 7, the Trojans. This baby is far from over yet with the dangerous talents of Jalen Brooks running the team here for Cadillac. So the PAT coming up. Out of the Robbie Gagan hold, it'll be Mitch Huffnagel. Here's the approach. The kick is up, and it's good. And Coach Tom Harkum is clapping his hands, saying, way to go, fellas. 11.02 left to go in this one. Trojans by two touchdowns, 21-7 over Cadillac. <clears throat> well, the Trojans with a two-touchdown lead. Man, what a drive there, Ted. Uh, six and a half minutes, almost seven minutes on that. Yeah, great job by Owasso, and here's the kickoff by Huffnagel. Bounces at about the 10, rolls, finally goes into the end zone for the touchback. So it'll be Cadillac trailing it 21-7 to here, and they'll start from their own 20-yard line. Actually, almost eight minutes on that drive. Oh, really? Yeah. Six minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, big, big drive by the Trojans. Taking off big chunks of time and yardage. Capped off by the Robbie Gagan 13-yard run in the PAT by Hoffdagel. 21-7. to 7. 7 minutes, 38 seconds on that drive. Takes me a second to carry that. All right. You know, you, you had to cipher it. Yeah. Always been good at ciphering. Here is Brooks keeping himself around the end. Gets a nice block from his big tackle. Breaks the tackle himself. Still has it and takes it up to the 30-yard line. Should have enough yardage there for the first down. Riley Norman, a good job of leading the blocking that time. 
for Jalen Brooks. Man, the Trojans with a couple of couple of chances to grab a hold of him there. Now, if you're a Owasso and you're the Owasso coaching staff, you got to keep your team getting after the ball. Don't get complacent just because you have a two-touchdown lead because this is a dangerous Cadillac team. Single back now, joining Jalen Brooks out of the shotgun. Brooks looking to throw, looks down the middle of the field, has a man open, his big tight end. Oh, handle that one. Justin Littack, that was a good play because they had Jalen Brooks fake pump it to his right like he was going to throw a little swing pass out and then just threw a little fly pattern straight down the middle of the field to Liptak, and that was a pretty good pass. Liptak could have hauled that in and maybe broken it all the way. The Vikings with two other receivers wide open on that play as well. Definitely something to look into. Trojans dodge a bullet there. 10.44 to go here in the fourth. Tie ball, or a 21-7 ball game. I'm going to get my bearings straight here. <laughs> All tied up here in the first quarter. I can't see, man. <laughs> I ruined my eyes. Two wideouts each way. Here's Brooks. Setting up a screen pass. Flushed out of the pocket momentarily. Puts some pressure on him. He breaks a couple tackles and finally runs out of bounds. Well, that could have been a big loss. And just the athletic ability there by Jalen Brooks allowed him to get around the corner and prevent a big loss. To almost get to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it looked like he lost about a yard, but it should have been about a seven-yard loss. Right. Well, it looks officially even it might be about a three-yard loss on it. Third down, about 13 yards to go here for Cadillac. Ball at their own 27-yard line. Jalen Brooks looking over that line of scrimmage. Boy, the crowd is loud down below us. The Brooks will roll to his right. Look back to the left. The pass is up. It's away. A little incidental contact, but then we get a late flag on the other side of the field. So the back judge didn't call it, but the side judge was forced to call the penalty flag. Yeah, it looked like he had a handful of jersey on that. I think he might have. There was definitely some contact there. The ref, back judge, like I said, I think was looking at incidental contact with a right arm out front to knock it away, but it's going to be interference against the Wasso. But in high school football, why not? Right. You know. You get beat. Anytime you get beat, you might as well interfere. And, you know, it might have been a pretty good defensive play, even with the interference call. He played it pretty well, I thought. Yeah. He did have the hand that looked like maybe on the hip. So ten and a half minutes to go here in this one. That moves the ball up to about the 44-yard line off Cadillac. They trail Owasso 21-7 to on the castle. Lewis Finch goes way out on the far side. Joined in the slot by another receiver. Brooks looking over that line of scrimmage now. Referees finally get him set. Brooks with one back next to him. Probably Gurner. It was. Now Brooks fakes it to him, keeps it himself up the middle, and gets about uh, a yard or two his run back. And that short game is going to work to the Trojans' advantage. It keeps that clock moving. Looks like that was Sapienza there. Also, Ian Johnson on that tackle. Okay, I got, got Jalen Brooks for nine yards on five carries. In this half? Yeah. Yeah. So he's pretty much the show when it comes to running the ball here for Cadillac. They really have had no running game other than Jalen Brooks. But he is a, a dual threat, passing and running. Now he's going to throw. Looks over on the far side of the field, passes out. It was caught, 
and then run out of bounds. Lewis Fitch got a short gain on that one, takes it close to midfield. Does stop the clock with 9.43 to go. Brody Eddington was there defending for the Trojans. Third and four coming up for Cadillac. They'll trail it by a couple touchdowns. I think they're in four-down territory here, right near midfield, if they need it. Jalen Brooks looking over that line of scrimmage. Low snap is down on the ground. Now he's going to be sacked for a big loss. About a five-yard loss on that shotgun snap just with a grounder. That's a quarterback's biggest nightmare when you get the grounder from the center. And he got hit by a wall. He He picked that ball up and had about five guys on him pancaking him. First one was there, Matt Freeman, along with Van Straff. Clock continues to run with 9.15 to go. Looked like Gerard Butler in that uh, Chasing Mavericks movie with those big waves coming down on him. Fourth down and eight. Cadillac going for it from their own 45. I think the coach wants the timeout. And he does. Coach uh, Jim Webb calls the timeout to discuss this fourth down play. So we're one second under nine minutes to go. 21 to 7. Owasso leads it over Cadillac right here live on Z92.5. Well, here we go. <laughs> the last gasp effort right now for Cadillac, even 8.59 to go in the game, though. Fourth down and eight. Now Owasso. They decide to call timeout to try and set up their defense against this offensive play here for Cadillac. So we'll regroup again. Both coaching staffs are coaching them up. 14-point Owasso lead, just under nine to go. And Ted, the drive of the game tonight brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso, saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. I'll tell you what, the second drive of the game, you know what that's going to be? The drive home. (laughs) We're here at Cadillac. We've got to dodge those deer. Yes, indeed. We we, we know a guy that does deer processing, so. Oh, there you go. Anything we we hit, we're keeping. All right. Well, here it is, play action. Brooks back to throw. Throws the home run ball down the middle of the field. Little face guarding. That's got to be pass interference. Not a good move there by the defensive back. Really, all he had to do, he had pretty good coverage. He needed to just turn around, and that's a tough thing to do as a high school defensive back. But when you see, you really got to be, if you're facing the guy, you got to see his eyes, and when he raises his hands, you got to turn and just make an effort to get the ball. But that was an easy call by the referee. Yeah, really good coverage. You just got to be facing the other way. Exactly. But I tell you, Riley Norman getting away with a little bit of a hold on that day as well, yeah. Of course, he's a hard guy to get around in the first place. Well, that's for sure. So that'll be enough for the first down. It gives uh, Cadillac some life here now. That was a fourth down and nine. On the 15-yarder, we'll take it all the way up to the 40-yard line of Owasso now. So we have 8 and 53 to go. Kills the clock. Couple of big penalties on this drive. Right. And really a penalty-free game before. I mean, there was a for the little part. interference on, uh, on Cadillac a little bit earlier, but right. that's really been all we've had. Pretty well-played game when it comes to that. Here is Brooks again. Play action. He'll keep it himself coming this way. Misses one tackle. He breaks. Gets around the corner momentarily and takes it across the 30. 
down to about the 25-yard line. Mitch Huffdagel was there to bring him down. And again, a big play there by Jalen Brooks. It stops the clock as he goes out of bounds. Yeah, one run right there for 14 yards. Pretty much uh, has doubled up his total for uh, all the other rushes. So starting to turn it on a little bit. So first and 10. Brooks will roll around the right end. It's a short game. Stacked up at the line. And I guess we got a little activity going on here in the stands from what I understand. I think we might have a fight going on in the stand, maybe. What is this, a NFL game? We're here at the vet, though, right? We are at the vet, like Philly, you're right. So, oh, left to go, a little bit of everything happening here. Second half, they're going to boost Santa Claus. Here's, here's Brooks. Oh, he breaks a couple of tackles. Still on his own. 20 to 15, and we got a penalty flag. We do have a penalty flag at about the 15-yard line. Martin was there on the tackle along with Heron. Let's see what this flag is. Where it, where it flew at. Looks like it's pointing at Owasso here, so I'm not sure what this is. So the penalty will go against Owasso. Check in with Hunter back at the studios. Hey guys, I got some scores for you. St. John's is leading Sault Ste. Marie 21 to 20, and Lapeer West and DeWitt are tied at 21 apiece. Back to wow, you. Ooh, some good games going on there, and the winner of this game will take on the winner of St. John's and Sault Ste. Marie. I'm hoping to drive down 21 instead of 7. I'm right there with you, let me tell you. <laughs> so the penalty goes against Owasso, and Cadillac will have it on the personal foul. Penalty against the Trojans. Sends it inside the 10-yard line. First and goal, the ball to about the 7-yard line. So here is uh, Brooks straight up the middle. Gets across the 5 to about the 4-yard line. The clock will continue to run. We're under eight minutes now to go. Four, 21 to 7. Owasso on top. Second down and goal, Cadillac. They have it at the four yard line. They'll send two wideouts on the far side. A couple other wideouts over here. The dangerous Jalen Brooks out of the shotgun now. He's looking to throw. Now he scrambles out of trouble up the middle into the end zone. Touchdown, Cadillac. Four-yard run there by Jalen Brooks, and we've got a lot of time left in this one. Seven twenty-eight to go. Four-yard scramble by Jalen, and it took a little bit for him to get loose, but uh, starting to kind of pour it on here in the fourth quarter. So here comes the PAT. You just kick straight off, or do you, do you maybe think about an onside kick here on the kickoff? Too much time to be going for an onside kick. Here's the PAT attempt, 
That's the all-important kick, and it goes through, and it makes it a 21-14 game now. Owasso still holding on. Yeah, you don't want to give Owasso that kind of field position, the way their running game has been going. And on the field, anyways, uh, so far so good. I don't know if there's any kind of injuries in the stands or not, but uh, something's going on. From what I'm told, the uh, over in the uh, Trojans coaching box over there, one of the coaches or somebody in the box got a little too rambunctious, upset, hit his fist against the glass, and shattered all over everybody down below him. Oh, wow. That's what the excitement was in the stands. The police are up there now investigating. We've had a little bit of everything here, folks. Yikes. Well, we're going to have the kickoff here now. So it will be Cadillac kicking it. It'll be Riley Norman, the big gigantic lineman, to, to kick it. Kind of looks like super toe. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Here's the boot. He's got a super toe. Kicks it all the way down to the seven-yard line. Here comes the Trojan deep man. Two hands on the football. Brings it up across the 25 to about the 28. Oh, another flag. It'll be here. Looks like a late hit. Late hit, yep. That was Eddington on that return. Now what's uh, what's Mickey Redmond call that action out there? A little gathering of the clans over there. <laughs> We've had a little bit of everything here in Cadillac. You know, nine o'clock here on this Friday night. You're listening to WJSZ Ashley Owasso. Your playoff football. Oh. So here we go. Big moment of this ball game right now. Trojans with the football. They want to do everything they can to hang on to it here. Big penalty, though, sends that ball all the way up to the 43-yard line. So to the 43-yard line, it will be Owasa with the, the football. Robbie Gagan. Looking over the line of scrimmage now. Got him lined up in the I formation. Johnson, he gets the call straight up the middle. The Cadillac defense holds. No gain. Ian Johnson on the carry, maybe a yard. What'd you find out there, partner? Well, we do have uh, somebody from uh, the Owasso coaching staff. It looks like they're being interviewed by the authorities. They don't have the cuffs on him, do they? Not yet. No, so far so good, but I guess a lot of glass went down into the stands, unfortunately. Well, oh, that's so. a scary situation, yeah. without a doubt. I'm sure there was no malice intended, but wow, get a little too carried away, so right. I mean, right. intense pressure. I mean, us with our meal, I'm surprised we haven't done it yet. <laughs> Second down and nine. Here comes the Cadillac defense, puts the pressure on Gagan. Oh, he scrambles out of some trouble, has some room around the right end, gets a block. Puts the head down, has first down yardage. Tackled there by Jack Ford. And, uh, but Gagan with a big carry around the right end gets the first down. And did you get the number on that block? I didn't, but it was, it might have been Freeman. 
there has been some good blocking going on here. This has been a, just a great game to watch and to broadcast. Hopefully you're enjoying it, listening it wherever you're at, driving around or at home on Cable Channel 96. I know we're having fun bringing it to you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about, like you said, this game pretty much has everything. I mean, you know, when the authorities get involved, we're having a good time. That's exactly right. We're, we're not East Lansing, are we? <laughs> Here is Gagan handing it off this time to Rigolo. Have you seen any burning couches yet? No, now we haven't. So Rigolo takes it to about the 45-yard line, tripped up there. Keith Eargood. Yeah, it's very bizarre. When I heard that originally, I thought somebody slapped their hand up against the window right uh, to the left, didn't you? Yeah, I did. And that's quite a ways over there. I thought they were that. trying to get the attention of uh, some of the guys in the booth. That's what I thought. Or maybe somebody threw one, a plastic water bottle up against the window. But I'm just hoping that none of the fans were injured when that glass broke. Exactly. Okay, so we'll regroup here back to football at hand. 5.34 to go. Owasso up by seven. Second down from the 45-yard line. Here's Rigolo. Both hands on the ball, running hard. Close to another first down. Well, they're in their six-minute offense right now. Keep your hands on the ball. Keep it away from your opponent. And if you can put six points on the board, all the better. But if you do, he'd like to use as much of that clock as he can. Right now they're looking at third and a couple. Owasso with about the 40-yard line of Cadillac. 21-14, the Trojans lead it. Could they get their first playoff victory ever tonight? We're under five minutes. We'll find out. Trojans will break the huddle. They'll send two wideouts here on this side. They'll line it up in the eye. Gagan keeps it himself. Quarterback sneak. Had it originally, it looked like. Let's see what they give him on the surge. Looked like he was going to get it with ease, but then one of the linebackers really popped him. Looks like he's got it, though. That gives him another set of downs to work with and more time to use on that clock. Cadillac with uh, two timeouts left. Owasa with two timeouts left. If you're Cadillac, you're going to start having to think about maybe using it here if you get a short gain on first down. We'll see. Apparently, we had some sort of malfunction with the clock up here. This is this Trojan O-line just basically having their way tonight. Yeah, they've done a great job, and I'm sure we'll be reading all about it. So we got a stoppage in on play right now as they want to make sure they get the clock straightened out. First and 10, Owasso. Clock moving with 418 to go here. First and 10 from the 36-yard line up Cadillac. You're the Trojans. You're putting both hands on the ball because Cadillac wants to strip it. No gain. That was Rigolo on the carry to the line of scrimmage. Looks like we got a, a Trojan maybe shaking up. One of their linemen coming up very gingerly here. Looks like that's 66. Josh Bardeen, yep, the left guard. He'll have to come out for a play. 53 checks in for him. That definitely wasn't one of those Pittsburgh Steelers-style injuries right now. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Ben Culp comes in to fill in for Partain. Under four minutes to go. They start the clock back up. You're the Trojans and Gagan. You want to be watching that back, Judge, and use up as much of that clock as you can before he starts that five-second count. 
Second down, about nine. Kagan, quick pitches back to Riggle all around the left end. Cuts back against Green, has a first down and more. He's at the 20, inside the 10, down to about the 7. What a huge play there for the Trojans. So Riggle followed Matt Geiske and David Hood. They opened up the nice hole. He cut back against the grain and used his speed right there to get the big game. So a huge first down inside the 10. And you want to talk about imposing your will. Right. You, know, you talk about that a lot when you're, you're like in boxing and, and MMA, and it's happening here in football tonight. Yeah, you talk about answering the, the bell, too, after getting yeah. a score and things tightened up, coming right down and driving it right down the other end of the field. Gagan, quarterback sneak, straight up the middle, keeps on his feet inside the five to about the four-yard line. Trojans just playing it safe. You're Cadillac, man. Do you, you almost have to call your timeout, don't you? Well, less than three minutes left. Yeah, you got to start using them. I mean, if you don't, you know, we're going to be down under two minutes if the Trojans score or even give it up on down. You can't use them next week. That's for sure. Yeah. That could be in a while, so you could even think about, okay, we'll get it right down to the last second, call timeout. You know, they're not going to be in any hurry. We're already down to 235. Trojans lead it by seven. Back judge has a hand up in the air. Now he starts that countdown, so it'll probably be a gag and quarterback sneak again. No, he ends it off. Ends it off. Ball carrier dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Owasso. Was that Rigolo? I couldn't tell. Could you? These uniforms. Yes. So the Trojans will give it to Rigolo. We apologize if it wasn't him. We'll try to get it confirmed. That was one, a three-yard run, four-yard or four-yard. We're going to assume it's Brad Rigolo on that carry. Yep. And if it isn't, we apologize. What, what can we do? We don't have the, the, the luxury. Yeah, if you got somebody else on the fantasy team, sorry. There's <laughs> a big with the boot. Kick us up, and it is no good. Yeah, yeah. That could still make things interesting, but 221 to go, 27 to 14, Owasso on top. And five minutes on that drive right there, Ted. I mean, that's kind of a nail, nail in the coffin kind of move. Well, we guessed right. It was Rigolo. I got that confirmed. So I always feel good when I guess right. Yeah. So here we go. It's do or die time here for Owasso. They have the two-touchdown lead, 2.21 to go, looking for their first. So here comes the kick. Oh, the ball falls down, so they'll have to re-tee it up. 2.21 to go here in this one, 27-14 Owasso. Trojans looking for their first playoff victory ever. Only This is only their second trip to the playoffs in school history. There's a kickoff, low squib kick, bounces around, bounces around, and it's down at about the 18. So the deep man down there had to go down to his knees to get it. That doesn't do Cadillac any favors. So they'll start with the ball at their own 18-yard line. Well, here's Jalen Brooks to see if he can come up with a miracle here. 
He scrambles around and gets sacked at about the 10-yard line. The Trojans are feeling pretty good about it right now. Playing prevent, defense, nowhere to throw the ball, and Brooks big sack that time. Brought down at about the 10. Clock continues to run with two minutes to go. I mean, they have still have two timeouts on the clock. I don't know why you don't call a timeout. So here we go, under two minutes to play. Second down and 18 from the 10-yard line. Brooks rolls to his right now. Looks downfield, throws a pass up at the sideline. Is it caught? Close to a first down. It looks like they're going to give him the catch over there on the sideline right in front of the Trojan bench. I think it's going to be a little bit short, but it does stop the clock with a minute 38 to go. Hey guys, important news update. St. John's did defeat Sault Ste. Marie 21 to 20. Back to you guys. I got St. John's defeated Sault Ste. Marie 21 20. 21 20 the final. So it could set up a CAC Red Division matchup in the second round of the districts. Owasso and St. John's if this finishes off. What they call what they end up calling it? Incomplete? They bring the ball back to the test. So third down and 18 here. So the winner of this game will take on St. John's, a 21-20 winner over Sault Ste. Marie. That game, I believe St. John's has more points, right? So it'll be at St. John's. It will be at St. John's. Oh, that nice press box over there wouldn't be so bad, would it? <laughs> Here's Brooks back to throw. Throws one downfield. It's off. Oh, the defensive back slipped. Could have been a disaster for a Wasso, but the pass was a little bit too long. Incomplete. So fourth down now and about 18. Cadillac with the football trailing it 27 to 14. Well, if the Trojans stop them right here, this baby is over. Jalen Brooks now out of the shotgun again. He's got two wideouts over here this way. Trojans in their prevent defense. Brooks back to throw, rolls out to his right, getting pressured for the pass over the middle. Nobody there. And it is turned over on down to the Watso Trojans, and they're over there celebrating a victory, Bart. How about that? You're a proud alone. That was pretty good. Telling you, first ever playoff win. What <laughs> a good time up here in Cadillac, I got to tell you. Well worth the drive. Absolutely, absolutely. They even fed us up here. Only they had a Robin's Furniture up here. <laughs> That's right. So we got a minute 26 to go here in this one. Trojan's going to close out this victory as long as they hold on to the ball here. They should be able to go to the victory formation. At this point, if you are Cadillac, you probably don't call your timeout. Realizing that this baby is over. And how good does Coach Harkma have to feel over there right now? He's feeling right now, wish we had the football forum on so we could talk about it. <laughs> well, the Trojans just handed off here. Ball carrier running hard almost to the end zone. Stop just short. That will get the clock going there. That was Rigolo. Time to get the, the knocks back out. Down to a minute 10 and counting. <laughs> Riglo takes it down right around the two-yard line. They can get it first down. Gagan goes all the way to the sidelines. 
really, if they want, they can just kneel down. I think that's, I bet you that's what they do. Let's see. Gagan brings him to the line of scrimmage now. Looking over that line. Takes a stamp and does. Kneels down. Class move there by Coach Tom Harkamah. He raises his hands to the air in exultation. The Trojan fans all on their feet. Owasa will gather here in just a moment for their traditional singing of the Trojan fight song and partner. It's great to be a part of this, part of history. A lot of incredible games tonight. Absolutely. And they go over now to go celebrate this district win. Harkama hugs his player. They all surround him right now, and they get to enjoy this great, great victory in the playoffs. And what's nice about this, they get to savor this on that long bus ride home, too. And just a dominating performance here in the second half. Absolutely. Tremendous adjustments at, uh, on both sides of the ball at halftime. Uh, Jalen Brooks, hardly a factor in the second half. I thought that one drive, he looked really good. But just a, a great, great set of adjustments that Owasso made. Absolutely right. We'll be back here to give you the final recap and tally up the numbers. The main recap we need to tell you, 27-14, to 14, the final. Owasso picks up the win over Cadillac. Veteran Stadium in Cadillac, and the final is in the books. 27 to 14, Owasso picks up the win over Cadillac. Here's how it looks on the score sheet. Owasso scored first with 3.26 to go in the first quarter on a two yard Robbie Gagan run. The PAT was good by Mitch Huffnagel. Trojans led it after 1 7 0. Cadillac came right back in the second quarter. A beautiful drive to end the first half of play. 18.4 seconds to go. 15 yard pass by Jalen Brooks to Justin Liptak. PAT was good by Nick Pocket, and it was 7-7 at the halftime break. Owasso came back, though, with the next two scores. They scored in the third quarter at the 801 mark on a four-yard Ian Johnson run. The PAT was good, again, by Huffnagel, made it a 14-7 Trojan lead. And then Owasso, early on in the fourth quarter with a minute gone, a 13-yard run by Robbie Gagan. The PAT by Huffnagel made it 21-7. And really, at that point, the Trojans had that two-touchdown cushion, and they really... Use that to their advantage the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. Cadillac came back, scored with 7.28 to go. Four-yard Jalen Brooks run. He really was pretty much all the offense that Cadillac could muster tonight. The PAT was good by Pocket, made it 21-14. Cadillac had life. But then Owasso closed it out, scoring with 2.21 to go in the contest. A four-yard run by Brad Rigolo. The PAT was no good, didn't matter. Final score, 27-14. Owasso, first playoff victory ever. Uh, just, just an incredible game and just a dominating second-half performance by the Trojans on both sides of the ball set. Uh, 152 yards rushing in the uh, in the second half. Brad Rigolo, 97 yards in the second half alone, finished up with 144 altogether. And uh, Robbie Gagan, dominant uh, on the ground, just making some great decisions. Uh, basically uh, finished up... Five for six, I got him for, for, game. for 65 yards. Yep. Uh, a 13-yard touchdown run, uh, 35 yards in the uh, in the second half on the ground as well. So that's going along with 12 in the uh, in the first half. So so Gagan and uh, and Rigolo kind of the story, but that 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 line on both sides, yeah. you know, able to shut down uh, Jalen Brooks for much of the second half. You know, he uh, had a pretty decent first half. You know, he had. Uh, 15 rushes for 59 yards, but second half, 
12 carries for only 29 yards, able to shut him down there. Just, just a tr- tremendous uh, set of adjustments that the uh, defense and the offense made there. Let's get into the drive of the game. Let's, Let's get into it. We got to go with that drive kind of uh, towards the end of the third quarter, part of the fourth quarter. Uh, Almost a little more than almost eight minutes there, right. and uh, the big play, of course, was that fake uh, that fake punt turned into a twenty-eight yard pass. Playing the game right there, really. That was that was the difference maker, and really give the Trojans that cushion. And that, of course, capped off with a thirteen-yard uh, Robbie Gagan touchdown run. Just an incredible drive there, eating up, like I said, almost eight minutes of of, of clock. Trojans just a dominant performance tonight. I'm looking forward to next Friday. And you know what? And I'm glad we're going to St. John's. Yeah, me too, baby. And it's going to be a good one without a doubt. I love me some UP, but I don't know about taking that van across the bridge. (laughs) Well, it's going to be a a rematch of another good game they had earlier this year between Owasso and St. John's team. So we hope you can tune in for that one. The final score up here in Cadillac one more time. 27-14. to Owasso wins it here in their uh, first game of the district. So they'll have the district finals next. Friday night at St. John's. That'll do it for me, the sports guy. This C-92.5 Catholic Classic football game was previously recorded from a prior broadcast. Beck's Trailer Superstore sells more aluminum trailers than any other dealer in America, and the brand they trust is Legend Trailer. Beck's has carried dozens of trailer brands over the years, and none of them stack up to the Legend Trailers, which are built right here in Michigan by Michigan workers. Stop into Beck's to see the superior Legend quality firsthand, or give one of their trailer specialists a call to learn more about why Legend is far and away. Michigan's number one trailer brand. If you appreciate quality, value, and longevity, then you'll appreciate Bex Trailer Superstore and Legend Trailer. Your number one St. John's Red Wing fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Alabama and Brubaker Insurance Agency is a winning combination. They'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Visit them in St. John's and East Lansing or online at abins.com. Alibi and Brubaker Insurance is your local independent auto owner's agent and a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. William Graham Tax and Accounting in Corona has been servicing mid-Michigan since 1985. Professional tax and bookkeeping services for individuals, corporations, and the self-employed along with partnerships. Conveniently located on Bacchus Street in Corona, a couple of blocks from McCurdy Park. If you have questions, contact the experienced staff and schedule your free consultation. For more details on William Graham Tax and Accounting, stop by or give them a call and find them online at grahamaccounting.biz. Hub Tire is there for you with the best service for all your tire and suspension needs. They've been taking care of your automotive needs for decades, priding themselves on honesty and the best service around. Hub Tire can handle anything from a Chevy Cobalt to a motorhome, including semis and farm service. Open Monday through Friday. Call today at 989-224-3218. Stop in on Business 27 north of M21 in St. John's or visit hubtires.com. Tony Young and the entire Young family salute all mid-Michigan area athletes. At Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC, they know it takes teamwork to be successful. So from the Young team to your team, have a great season. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso invite you to drive a little, save a lot. 
Visit them online at youngautosales.com. Young Chevrolet Cadillac and Young Buick GMC are proud supporters of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. Victory Heating and Cooling, serving all of mid-Michigan, is proud to feature Train Heating and Cooling products. Train has the right system for your home. Victory Heating and Cooling has Michigan's best HVAC installers and service crews in the business and would love and appreciate the opportunity to serve you and your home. Victory Heating and Cooling, featuring Train products, the best team with the best products for your home. Visit VictoryHeatingAndCooling.com or call 989-224-7171. The Ovid Service Agency and Auto Owners Insurance make a great team and are proud to serve Ovid and surrounding communities. Greg, Luke, and Jenny Martin. Thank you for choosing Ovid Service Agency as your local auto owner's independent agent. Ovid Service Agency offers a wide range of policies to fit your insurance needs. Stop in and see them in downtown Ovid or call 989-834-2288. Visit them online at ovidserviceagency.com and like them on Facebook. Ovid Service Agency is a proud supporter of high school sports on Z92.5 The Castle. WJSE, Ashley Owasso. Well, once again, the drive of the game is brought to you by Young Chevrolet Cadillac Buick GMC on M21 in Owasso. Saluting all mid-Michigan athletes. Drive on in or go online at youngautosales.com. Tonight's drive of the game was that game-clinching TD set up by Robbie Gagan's fake punt and pass to Mitch Huffnagel there in the second half. And that's uh, it's, you, you have to go with that one on the game for sure. Thanks again for tuning in to this evening's Castle Classic, brought to you by Alderman's and Lennon, Allabian Brewbaker Insurance, Appleby Oil and Propane, Beck's Trailer Superstore and Service Center, CLH Insurance, Fast Eddie's, Farrell's Tree Trimming and Removal, Gilbert's Hardware and Appliance, Graham's Accounting, Hub Tire Center, KP Auto Body, Mars Furniture, Memorial Healthcare, Oaks Fisher Insurance, Ovid Service Agency, Sports Scene, Three Point Podcast, Victory Heating and Cooling, Young Buick GMC, and Young Chevrolet Cadillac. Tune in next week for the wild 2010 shootout between the 8-0 DeWitt Panthers and St. John's Red Wings from Kelly Short Stadium at CMU. Until then, I'm Ted Fattel saying stay safe and bye for now. Hey, sports fans, it's a great day at Sports Scene. Pick up a copy of our newest magazine at your local high school sporting event or at a retail outlet near you. Great stories on your favorite high school and student athletes. Looking for sports photos? Sports Scene has them. We are at the games. Check us out at highschoolsportscene.com. See thousands of photos and stories at highschoolsportscene.com. Keeping our high schools and student athletes in the news. Z92.5 The Castle is a proud supporter of high school sports and sports scene. Listen up. variety of the 80s, 90s, and now. All the music I want to hear. The station serving Morris, Lennon, St. John's, Westphalia, Chesaning, Lanesburg, St. Louis, and a little bitty piece of Lansing. WJSC, Ashley Owasso. It's awesome, yeah. Z92.5 The Castle.